0: Man, you know how sometimes there's like slang that gets passed around? And yeah, it is. You hear a word, you say a thing, you just pick up on it and go with it. Just like yeah. how I say, you know, fam and no cap and stuff like right. that, you know? Yep,
1: yep. Mm-hmm. Like I do now because I watch bodies, bodies, you bodies, watch bodies. You watch know? bodies, 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 and you're like, eh, this stuff's bussin'.
0: Oh, I was like, man, this vocabulary hits different. And mm-hmm. I've never been the same since right. then. Right,
1: yep. Mm mm-hmm.
0: There's one piece of internet slang that I think we've all been going along with and not even questioning it, and I'm here to like turn it around. Are you ready for this? Okay,
1: yeah, let's hear about it.
0: Whenever someone says to you the phrase "potato quality," yeah. what do you think of? What yeah. do they mean? What do they mean? That's like, oh, this video is potato quality.
1: I mean, it means a low res image. It, it's, a, yeah. it's a bad, a bad uh, uh, camera, perhaps, or maybe it's been, you know, uh, ripped from a, a shitty source. Low res, yeah.
0: But why they gotta drag the potato into this? Because here's the thing. Okay. Again, we are all using this phrase, but look, is there anything better than a potato? Okay. Like if yeah. I if I see something and I'm like, oh man, the fucking, you know, visuals on this IMAX projection are potato quality. I mean it to say, like, dude, this is like as good as a fucking baked potato with like butter and cheese (laughs) and green onions on it it's that good
1: i mean honestly honestly yeah the metaphor if you follow it through yeah good uh filling uh versatile that those are the things potato quality would indicate
0: yes appealing to all cultures right
1: yeah absolutely wow you've turned me around take
0: it back Take it back, man. When I say something's potato quality, I mean it is French fry fucking good. Big words. French fry fucking good. Damn right. Much like the movie that we're talking about today on the newest installment of Dead and Lovely, here with your host with the most, it's me, your good buddy, Uncle Ben. And me,
1: Hollywood Steve.
0: Or wait, am I actually Hollywood Steve wearing Uncle Ben's face? Oh,
1: you'll never know until... If I am, if me is in Ben, me try guitar uh, play. Uh,
0: uh, uh, <laughs> <what>? Nosebleed. <laughs> Wait, hang on here. I'm definitely not Steve. Here I am flicking my lighter to light my marijuana bong that I'm smoking oh, in Portland.
1: wow.
0: Is it really me? Who knows, <laughs> right?
1: I, I do like to smoke out of a marijuana bong. Yeah, a bong
0: full of every, marijuana.
1: Every every adult's first choice for consuming marijuana, <laughs> the bong. You reach for a full. bong,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's up to the neck with weed. That thing is stuffed. That's how you do it, right? Yeah, well, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's you how you do it. You just put
1: it all in there, and you just huff the fumes of the weed. I guess
0: <laughs> it's very yeah. wasteful. Yeah, but opulent. It's, it's like bathing in champagne.
1: It is, and it's just as fun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we are here today to be talking about one face slash off
1: that's right uh-huh. which is
0: honestly a more accurate title for the movie because they do slash faces often they do yeah face slash two off. of them
1: so that's yeah i mean that's heavy face slashing i would say so yeah face totally. slash off and this is man this is this is one that I, I it's not like maybe the biggest of action movies but when you think of the opulence of 90s action movies this oh my god this is up there right it is oh yeah oh yeah so outlandish and awesome
0: absolutely so man but i'm sure somebody out there is wondering wait 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 did an action podcast cut off a horror movie review podcast face and put it on and assume its identity? What? What? Yep. What? I thought this was a horror film review mm-hmm. show. What? What's happening? They're saying, Steve, explain it to him.
1: You've just entered into Action August. Action August. Oh, oh no, we're crashing! we oh,
0: I don't know why I made the cat noise. The cat's. Sometimes there's cat action. That's true. Yeah. And cats are always ready
1: to spring into action. Yeah. You know? (laughs) So if I'm thinking of a cat as a genre of film, action.
0: Hell yeah, Action Cat. Yeah, it's Action August here on the show. We're doing action flicks all month long, and it is a damn good time. Yeah, Bloodsport last week. We got another great choice next week. Yes, we do. And uh, man, yeah, we got some fun stuff coming up this month, kicking off week number two here with Face Slash Off from 1990 Heaven. That's Oh right. my God, dude. Uh-huh. Dude, I was looking at the list yeah. of action movies that came out in 1997, and it is kind of fucking bonkers dude like everything from men in black to like air force one Uh con air Uh anaconda
1: right 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 some big (laughs) ones yeah i think maybe though um being uh a a tween to teen in that that era may influence how big you think those movies are (laughs)
0: Yeah, probably. <laughs> you telling me kids these days all don't gather around and have Anaconda parties no more? No, they Come do. Come on. The late 90s really were kind of this, like, uh, I don't know, this resurgence of the classic 80s Saturday afternoon action movie. Yeah. <laughs> we had so many just fun, over-the-top, stupid, way melodramatic movies like this one that were just still so fucking fun to watch, man. Yeah. And they still are, is the thing.
1: Absolutely. This is a bla Honestly... Watching movie like we did it with uh, Speed last year, watching Fuck movies yeah. like this from that period of time, and seeing all, almost entirely practical stuff. Everything's done practically. Mm-hmm. I mean, they land a helicopter on the back of a moving plane for a shot in this. It's yeah. fucking
0: crazy. <laughs> Somebody did that.
1: Yeah, they destroy <laughs> that plane for this movie it's rad that like i know it's it's excessive it's opulent and whatnot but it looks real and it feels real and it's not like cgi where you know it, it, you know cgi can give you a spectacle but it never feels real you're watching this totally. and you're just seeing a plane go through a fucking uh big glass opening of a of a hangar, and it it's awesome
0: and they really did that. They crashed they really did a fucking mm-hmm. plane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're so right. Cool. There is something like authentic and cool about these movies yeah. that draws you in with the dumbness. Because uh, that's the thing. Is like nowadays it'd be dumb, but not really that committed because it'd just be CG. Right. In this era, they were like, we're going full stupid uh-huh. and we're committed to it. We're going <laughs> to blow a bunch of shit up. Yeah. Get the fucking cameras out, yeah. kids. We're going full idiot. Uh, <laughs> if you want to get straight onto the movie review portion, there's a timestamp for you in the podcast description if you want to yep. head Right straight to the movie review but you're gonna miss some good hangs, some chittin, some chatting, and all that good stuff, man. How you been this week? Well, I've been
1: chittin a whole lot. Woo. You're just chittin it up, man. <laughs> chittin it up. Chittin it up. Chittin it up. <laughs> yeah, I uh yeah, it's 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 been a pretty quiet week. Uh recorded an episode of uh uh the the addendum treehouse of horror 3 going to be coming out uh probably be out by the time this episode's out. Uh Other than that, mostly just been chillaxing, watching some movies...
0: Hell yeah. Yeah, actually, things have been a little bit more sedate this week, uh, partially thanks to some other stuff I'll talk to talk about here in a minute, but things have been reasonably chill here, just doing some pretty mundane stuff, like working on our, our storage unit, which is actually really fun to go through all of our stuff and get rid of a bunch of shit and uh, taking care of some video work and all that jazz. It's actually not been too terribly bad, and I've had some time to watch a thing or two. What about you? You oh, watching yeah. good?
1: Yeah, we've watched some, some real good stuff. What you been watching on?
0: All right, so... We've also been continuing our own action August here in the homestead as well, man. We finally finished up the John Wick franchise so far with John Wick Four, man. We've been kind of putting it off because it's like that's your whole evening, dude. It's two hours and forty-five minutes. Holy fuck, it's fucking awesome, dude! I'm telling you this. You know, I mentioned last time that we had watched through one, two, and three recently, and now we watch this one. Uh huh. This might be a hot take. I think that it might be the best action franchise ever, period. Okay. I mean, all of them are fucking amazing. Uh-huh. There are no duds at all. Yeah.
1: Well, I haven't seen 4 yet, but I believe you. I mean, I haven't heard anybody say 4 is a dud. Uh, no. Yeah, that is... that is that. I mean, that's a strong... Contender, because I'm trying to think of any other that doesn't have duds. And
0: I mean, Die Hard has fucking flops. Yeah, man? the Terminator does. franchise Terminator has does. flops. Does. Predator has flops.
1: Uh, Bourne does. Like, yeah, like Bourne yep. has that fucking weird one with Jeremy Renner. Get that out yeah. of here. Yeah, I
0: don't know. <laughs>
1: why? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what? You're right. I mean, I, I uh, hopefully they keep that up if if they're going to keep making movies in that that universe. Because, yeah, that that's. That's something very true of those movies is that there's not a there's not a a weak link there's not like I don't know and like I can't even think of moments from any of the movies that I even think are weak it it, it's like nope it's just strong throughout so yeah I, I it is that's wow I hadn't thought about that that's cool.
0: And the world building keeps growing too. That's the cool thing about it. It's not like they've just said everything they can in part one and then right. they're like, Part two and three and four, oh they killed his dog again and again and again. Like <laughs> why does he keep world getting grows? dogs? <laughs> yeah, they keep giving this guy dogs. Yeah. He's very irresponsible. <laughs> the made society
1: every time he comes in like, "Hmm, I don't know." Again? Man. <laughs> Already? Where's the Who last one? Could you bring him in maybe just so we can see the <laughs>
0: We just like to see
1: him. Right. You know, we just want to
0: see him. <laughs> but yeah, it's a fucking fantastic franchise. The other day whenever we were supposed to be um watching Face Off for the show, uh-huh I was like, it was like our plan to, you know, watch that after dinner or whatever, and I'm like cooking dinner, and it's like, well, let's just put something on while I got this going on in the living room here. So, made the mistake of putting on T2. Here's the thing. (laughs)
1: Like, you're going to be able to turn it off. Once you put on T2.
0: Exactly, (laughs) dude. You're not turning it off. You're not.
1: No. No way. Yeah.
0: God damn. That's not a mistake, God damn, dude.
1: It's never a mistake to watch T2.
0: Uh uh-uh, uh. No. Even if, like, I wouldn't have even watched Face Off this week, and I was just like, well, I got to tell you, I didn't watch Face Off, but I did watch T2. You'd be like, dude, sick. Tell me about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's talk T2. <laughs> Again. Yeah, we already did. Our it on second the show.
1: T2 episode, yeah.
0: Jesus Christ, man. That movie, I swear, that that might be, like, my favorite action movie ever. It's yeah, still it's up there. So it's so fucking badass, there. man.
1: Yeah, it's so fucking good. Yeah. Another, like, just full of crazy fucking stunts that. The eighteen uh, wheeler coming off the bridge—that's oh my god, dude! Oh man, amazing!
0: Yeah. And just all the like set pieces in there, and all the balance between stuff that's like fun and memorable, but also like ultra fucking dark and menacing. Right? Uh huh. It, it never gets old. That movie, I I don't think will ever not be amazing to me. You know?
1: Yeah. No, I agree. I've never it, it's it's never dipped in quality for me on rewatch. So. Yeah, so good.
0: So good, man. We watched uh, Fast and the Furious Part 4, or as it's confusingly Uh known as, Fast Fast and and Furious. Yeah. (laughs) Dude. So, I'd heard from a friend that they had put all the Fast movies on Peacock. Like, back during Uh uh, COVID-land times, Kate and I started watching them on hbo and um, we only got to part three before they took them all off so we had kind of put that entire thing on hold right but i went looking for it and it's like there is no fast and the furious 4 it's fast and furious not to be confused with the fate Fast of the and furious, and the furious and yeah <laughs> furious x right. and uh, fate 69 Dude, uh, let me
1: tell <laughs> you a conversation will be coming in the future on a hell rankers episode R E the insanity of Fast and Furious titles because we're doing Fast and Furious on Hellrankers this month, and the the titles are infuriating. Like, yes, they're all over the
0: fucking place. <laughs> it's like they're trying to make it ungoogleable, right? You know? it, it's
1: it's kind of like I wonder because like SEO, like search engine optimization, is kind of broken now, and you're really oh, yeah. you know yeah, it's not it's not even worth paying too much attention to. But I wonder Fast, the Fast and the Furious franchise is what broke that. Like, <laughs> might, everybody's might be, yeah. talking about these things, even though it's impossible to find them on the goddamn internet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was an okay movie. Like, it had some big, dumb, fun car chase yeah. stuff and like you'd expect, and yeah. it had a bunch of stuff in there that was just so, so fucking stupid, including the filmmakers trying to convince us that gal gadot is a hispanic woman <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is the dumbest the dumbest yeah. dude like she's on screen and we're like oh shit i didn't know she was in this wow and then she starts talking and we're like wait is she supposed to be mexican and then she ends the scene by going vaya con dios <laughs> and
1: it's oh, like wait what? <laughs> yeah i forgot about that Her accent,
0: dude yeah here's the thing people don't mention this enough Gal Gadot's a horrible actress. She? She's yeah, they, horrible.
1: It really does get overlooked a whole lot that she's very bad at it. Not very good she's at all. She's really bad. No, no, Like,
0: the thing is, is, you know, Wonder Woman was was a huge thing and obviously connected with a lot of people and is like, the, you know biggest female-led superhero movie ever that's That's fantastic yeah and actually like the first one pretty well it's pretty good but like her bad acting in that kind of worked because it's like well she's lived on this fucking amazonian island her whole life she doesn't talk like us it kind of made sense but you put her in anything else and you're like wow man you're not good at this (laughs) is she wonder
1: woman in this too (laughs) <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> it was so stupid, man. Yeah. But I don't know. It's an okay movie. I look forward to part five. A lot of people say part five is the best. Yeah, one.
1: that's where it starts getting real, real good, I feel like. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and we're right. we're also on that train. We watched Too Fast, Too Furious, um, just the other night and Oh yeah. Yeah. I uh you know, I'll I'll save a lot of my thoughts for those movies for the Hellrankers episode, but uh I, I had an okay time with it. It feels like a video game, a fun video game.
0: Totally, yeah. man. A very 90s video game.
1: Yeah, game. very 90s video game, yes. <laughs> With some racist stereotypes for drivers, Ooh, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, my God, <laughs> <Yeah>. man. Ooh, <laughs> plenty of those. Yeah, that keeps on going. Uh, Kate and I went, went and watched Talk to Me at Central right. Cinema the other day, which uh-huh. is one that just came out. Dude, Aussie horror flick. Right. And uh, we put out a mini set about it earlier in the week. Yeah. Check it out if you want some horror content from the show this uh, this month. Dude, it's fucking awesome. You need to see this movie.
1: Yeah. Okay. I I was surprised when you texted me this because I saw the preview before uh, Insidious: uh, the, the Red Door, and I was like, huh. I mean, it, you know, like it, it's the it seemed really formulaic and kind of not interesting. But all I've heard is good things. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's seriously fantastic. Like I was. I was pretty blown away. Like, I, I really kind of thought that I knew what kind of movie this was going to be going into right. it based on the trailer. Uh-huh. But the trailer actually does the thing that I wish more trailers did, which is it doesn't show you all the cool stuff that you're going to see in oh, the Oh,
1: good. Good. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, if the stuff they showed in the, the trailer was all the cool stuff, then, yeah, it would have been a lame movie. But this, you're saying, yeah. there's a yeah. lot more to it. Okay, good. Fuck yeah. I do have yeah. one. You'll like it a lot, man. I have one major question.
0: Hit it. They ever get freaky with that hand or? Oh, man. Oh, hand sit party. Look out. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, maybe. Because, like, it, I guess it just grabs what you put in it, right? So.
0: That's true. Mmm. <laughs> that little two girls, one hand moment uh, in there in the movie. Ooh. It's a hand, dude. <laughs> <Ugh. laughs> Especially after you watch the movie, that's so much worse than I you bet. Think it's, okay. Ugh, ugh. <laughs> You'll like it. I really think you'll dig the movie. Yeah, no, a
1: lot. I'm excited to check it out.
0: Only other thing I watched this week is something I had to go in and turn in my man card for. Don't tell the ladies I went and seen Barbie. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I'm I'm very interested to see it because like everybody's excited for it and everybody's enjoying it. Uh went's loved it. I am I. Very interested in it because I like Greta Gerwig and I like everybody involved, but I don't really know much about Barbie. Uh, Did did you go in with a lot of knowledge of Barbie or was it all just pretty accessible?
0: It was all pretty accessible. Yeah, I didn't grow up with uh, a sister or many like female friends when I was a kid, so I had very little Barbie knowledge. Uh huh. And dude, the movie is fucking amazing. It's fucking incredible. Like it is somehow. Like, ultra surreal and bizarre and hilarious and satirical, but also, like, extremely relevant and poignant awesome. and powerful. Like, yeah. it's seriously fucking awesome. Okay, Like, great. I kept saying, like, it didn't need to be this good, but then I'm like, actually, it did need to be this good. You know what? It needed to be this good. The world needed this right now. Yeah. And I'll tell you, too, man, it's one of those things that – uh, you, Babe breathed it a while back on the show. Okay. You said that, like, movies post-COVID land times, uh-huh. you're like, I bet stuff is going to be fun and bizarre, and people yeah. will uh- line up for it, and... All you got to look at is the box office numbers of Barbie. Oppenheimer yeah. and Barbie. Yeah. You know, it's like they, they came out both mega hyped. I mean, yeah. fucking Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer. Of course, it's going to be one of the hugest flicks of the year. Yeah. But Barbie has destroyed it. I like, know it's absolutely yeah, murdered it was, I mean, it at the box office. It,
1: it was expected to make a lot of money, but it was not expected to make as much as it has so fucking quickly. Like she is. Killing it that Greta Gerwig. Yeah, I, Dude, I think yeah. um I, I'm very excited to go see it. I I like I'm not like um rushing out to see Oppenheimer, though I do want to see it in theaters because everybody is saying yeah, it's too. really good. And of course, Christopher Nolan, even if I'm not a huge fan of a lot of his movies, the man can shoot a fucking picture. So it's gonna look it's good. It's gonna look yeah. good. But I'm I'm totally. much more excited for Barbie for sure.
0: It's amazing to me to see how fucking stupid. I mean, all the goddamn Ben Shapiro's of the earth are that are just getting so mad about it and saying it's so fucking right. man trashing and just uh-huh. stomped on my balls. That Barbie hurt my nutsack. Like, <laughs> you got weak balls. Movie, dude. <laughs> yeah. And, and the thing about it is, is like the movie's attitudes towards masculinity and being a man, the entire message, no spoilers or anything here, the entire message is like, you're more than just what a woman values you as. Right. Like, you're not just a worthy human being because Barbie looked at you. Right, yeah. Um, it's actually really awesome and empowering in a lot of ways, and mm-hmm. if you're missing the point, you need to do some thinking.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I hopefully uh, that's not our audience. I, I think we, we got a, a pretty great audience of uh, a lot of people who,
0: no, dude, I hope Ben Shapiro is in your audience. I hope he's there yeah. and everybody is, like, like dumping their popcorn over oh. his head and, like, shooting goobers at the back of his Sorry. noggin the whole time.
1: You're talking about a different... I was talking about our podcast audience. Oh,
0: well, yeah. Yeah,
1: I don't think we have a whole bunch of those douchebags listening. But, yeah, no. I do hope Ben Shapiro so. is in Not my anymore. viewing of Barbie. <laughs> Uh, so I can throw some raisinettes at his head. Yeah, that'd be fun. Hell yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, a good, uh, a good week of watching some cool stuff, man. What about you?
1: Oh man, yeah, we've watched uh, some, some awesome stuff. Continuing our X-Files viewing, of course, which is going great. We're, we're right at the end of season one and, and love it. I love that show. Um, Hell yeah. Wayne's World 2, we finally got nice. to the sequel and boy, it's a good one, man. It's really fun. uh, Oh,
0: it's fantastic. If you're watching part one, you're going to watch part two because they're equally good.
1: Yeah, it's it's a fun movie. Um, Boy, I'll tell you what. You really undersold this movie last week. I watched a Becky because of your recommendation. I mean, you sold it. Did you watch
0: them in order? I did. out of order I did. I I haven't watched
1: the sequel yet. (laughs) But you you clearly (laughs) sold it because we watched it. But man, that fucking movie is awesome. Holy shit. It's good, right? I had so much fun watching that um and and i'm excited to to watch the sequel in order <laughs> in the correct order. <laughs> i did wonder, i'm interested to see
0: what you think about yeah, that yeah
1: yeah I, I did wonder watching it i was like man how weird would the sequel be if you hadn't seen this first and you'd just be like oh this young girl's a badass out of nowhere i guess
0: <laughs> <laughs> i guess she killed some people some other time too oh huh. okay <laughs> Honestly, that is exactly what my thought process was while I was watching. And I was it just works. Like, All right. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Yeah. Let's move yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, it is a fun watch, though, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, and uh, Kevin James, super creepy, did a great job. Oh, he's
0: the he's the the king of means in that. He's very mean. Isn't yeah. He?
1: He's mean as hell, dude. Yeah. I I was uh, yeah I was very impressed by that. Uh, then uh, also saw Singing in the Rain for the first time. Had never Whoa. sat and watched a Singing in the Rain, and boy, it's real Look good. out! I don't know if you've right. heard about this, but uh, <laughs> this movie that a lot of people think might be one of the best of all time, <laughs>
0: it's pretty good. Pretty good. Turns out, they might be onto they something, might, huh? They might be
1: onto something,
0: yeah. It's been a long time since I watched that. It's been a really long time.
1: Well, I, I had a blast with it. I thought, you know, it's, it's gorgeous, and the talent level is fucking off the charts like wow um hell yeah but anyway, yeah i i I very much enjoyed it uh also watched a movie called thunder road which is a jim cummings movie um and you know we talked about jim cummings uh uh, wolf of snow hollow we did that earlier this year he's great he fucking yeah great uh, great writer director actor um he he does one particular character real well, which is <laughs> being <laughs> being a cop going through a divorce who's, uh, you know, really, really having a rough go of it, uh, but also trying <laughs> to keep it together for a kid.
0: Uh, and that's, Yeah, that's, uh, which movie is that? Yeah. Uh, I think that's <laughs> basically all of them. Yeah, he does like ultra high strong hypertension about to have a He's fucking so heart fucking attack at any moment so yeah. well.
1: <laughs> He's so good at it that you can't complain. It doesn't matter. Have him do that all the time, please. It's awesome. Um, Yeah, that movie, Thunder Road, though, really good. Uh, Also sad, of course. Um, uh, Also, we watched uh, 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 on Friday night, we watched a movie called Death Game, which was... Death Game. Yeah, it's been recently added to Shudder. And um, I didn't know until we were watching it. Someone pointed out in the chat that uh, it had been remade as Knock Knock uh, by Eli Roth. Roth. It had uh, Keanu Reeves in it. Uh, And I haven't seen that movie. But let me tell you this. Death Game is fucking awesome. I very much enjoyed Death Game. Yes. The way it plays out is so interesting and it's you know well shot well acted really cool some iconic looks like it it, it's a cool fucking movie so check out death game on uh shutter and then also on uh sunday night we watched the kindred which was a creature feature from the 80s uh and again uh recommendable it's it's definitely got like really cool creature effects and stuff and I don't know. Seemed fun. I I obviously scream and chat movies. I don't pay full attention to. I paid a lot more attention to death game, but the kindred had so many like cool creature moments that I definitely uh, had my eyes on the screen a good bit. Uh, And then also just uh, a lot in the past couple weeks, I have caught up on dark side of the ring season four.
0: Oh, I'm dying to watch it. It's not on, like, Hulu or anything right. yet, though.
1: Yeah, yeah. You, you got um, got some interesting stories in there for sure, of course. It's Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, most recently, uh, the Bam Bam Bigelow and Abdullah the Butcher episodes were both...
0: Ooh, I bet those are dork. Pretty fucking
1: wild. Yeah, yeah. Bam Bam was one, like... You know, I, I... Growing up, I thought Van Vader and Bam Bam, like were so good because they're both the like both were like four hundred pounds, but both of them yeah, could do backflips and shit. Like
0: Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. And they both were fond of cranial accessories. Yeah,
1: it's true. They did like to put something on the head. <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe a tattoo maybe old ripped up pantyhoe whatever that was vader had i don't know
1: <laughs> that big fucking mastodon mask he wore a couple times oh that yeah. Was yeah
0: yeah yeah uh-huh, uh-huh
1: but yeah um so that man i'll tell you that that dark side of the ring the the episode that's coming out the the night that we are recording this is um <laughs> boy it's bash at the beach 2000 which was oh, a, a if you don't know wrestling history, I'm not going to bore you to death. But if you do know wrestling history, you know what a fucking shit show Bash at the Beach 2000 was. So I'm real interested to get the full story of what happened there.
0: Hell yeah, that's a legendary shit show. So yeah, I'm sure that'll absolutely. be a good one. Is it on? Uh, what's it on?
1: Um, if you if you have access to uh, what's the channel it comes on, that channel. The fucking that channel it comes on, channel
0: yeah, channel
1: five. Yeah, if you have access to that, you can you can watch it on their um what you call it website. Fuck, how Jesus old are Christ. we? I don't how know. How old dude. are we?
0: <laughs> I'm thinking about running for Congress. I'm so fucking old. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm gonna give it 40 more years
1: before I run for Congress. And then hold that seat for at least 60 years. I'm planning on dying at (laughs) 270.
0: That's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good, man. I'll tell you what. I like my congresspeople so fucking old, they ain't even buying green bananas. You know what I mean? (laughs) Why? Why bother? (laughs) Why bother? These (laughs) aren't even right.
1: Diane Feinstein's (laughs) is like, oh, don't even talk about banana shit. I don't know if I'll make it through the (laughs) word. (laughs)
0: A hard avocado is not making its way into my fucking house. (laughs) Dude, goddamn old. (laughs) Fuck.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mitch McConnell's fucking brain exploded and everybody was just like, ah, whatever. He could still do his job. Yeah, whatever, he's ancient.
0: Yeah. It's not even surprising. He's fucking ancient. Retire, you fucks.
1: Uh, They're not going to do that. Yeah, but no,
0: they won't do yeah. that. Fuck, man! I just need to drink my troubles away. You mind drink them away? What you got over? I got myself an Edmund's Oast out of... uh, They're from Uh, the Charleston, if I'm not mistaken. uh Uh-huh, yeah. Whoa, the weirdest thing is happening right now. Okay. (laughs) What the fuck? What happened? (laughs) So, it's in a can, and Uh you know how cans have a tab on them that you push down to open the can with? Uh Uh-huh. It's just bending. It looks like I'm doing, like, a mind illusion where I'm, like, (laughs) bending it with my mind that... I'm going to send you a picture right now. It looks hilarious. <laughs> like the tab is seriously just bending.
1: So, like, they, they accidentally got in a shipment of adamantium and made some cans, and they were like, ah, ship them. Fuck it. Who cares? It might be
0: like that. I'm sending you a picture right now. You'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> See, well, if I can get to it, it's their Hop Country, which is a New Zealand-style cold pale ale. <laughs> I'm like, what is that? It's, what do you think about that tab? It
1: just bent in half what it looks the most unperturbed i've ever looked at or i've ever seen a a top to look other than the entirely bent in half tab that is crazy
0: i'm trying to use a (laughs) bottle opener now to open the fucking thing this is bizarre dude i have never had this happen I'm like looking to see if maybe like the little, the little, you know, opening wasn't perforated enough or something, but it looks fine.
1: Yeah, it does. Even in the picture, you can see a perforation. Yeah, I.
0: Well, I'll dude, tell you what. Oh, I'm using a fucking bottle opener on this, and it's just bending the top. I don't know what's happening right now. It's seriously just bending the top of the can. What's going on? <laughs> this is like fucking intense, man. Somebody's like on the edge of their seat listening to this show right now, being like, "I'm waiting to hear the snap."
1: It's gonna you happen. You can do it, Ben. Oh, it's gonna be so satisfying when we hear it. This oh.
0: is unbelievable, dude. Like, I'm just denting it. <laughs> I'm going to have to get, like, a fucking can opener. Yeah. What is going on? You have Seriously, I'm going to send you an updated picture of this. We're going to have to post this in the feed top. or something. This is impossible. Oh, like, man. Like, look at this. Okay, yeah, I'm sending you a picture now of the top being bent in. Dude, what? This is insane. That's... Like, I'm just trying to have a beer, man. <laughs>
1: it, looks like it looks like it's been in a car wreck.
0: Like yeah. it is like
1: mangled but not open in any way.
0: Not it even close. It almost closed. looks like the can is imploding.
1: It does. Yeah. Yeah, what in the fuck?
0: I don't know.
1: Does it like say, I might have to get
0: another beer. I don't it know how to open on this on the fucking thing. The label
1: somewhere like good luck. Like Yeah, good this. till
0: April Fools. <laughs> like what the fuck is this? Gotcha. <laughs> I'm going to have to have another beer. Like I I cannot get into this fucking thing. I've never felt more pathetic in my life. You see the Barbie movie once, and you can't even open a beer anymore. <laughs> Is this what happens?
1: What if you grabbed a Bud Light and it opened itself?
0: <laughs> oh, that's how I'd really know, right? Holy shit! You got to be kidding me, oh, man. That's crazy. I'm going with the pointy end right here to see if I can stab. Okay, all right. I'm stabbing it right now. <laughs> From hell's heart, I stab at thee, you son of a bitch. And it worked. Smile, you son of a bitch. <laughs>
1: Oh, thank God. This is
0: the dumbest. Ooh. I've never had this much trouble opening a fucking can in my life. That was a saga. And even it right really now, was. I'm mangling it. Like I'm probably going to get bits of fucking aluminum in my drink because I've just made like a pinhole in the top of this motherfucking thing.
1: Maybe that's part. Of, they they need that in the taste profile. They're like, oh, well, really just yeah. needs some shavings of aluminum. What if we just threw on a crazy-ass lid you couldn't possibly
0: open? <laughs> what if the beer was an escape room? Like, what in the shit? I've never had this happen in my life. Well, I'm trickling this thing out now into the glass. If it sucks, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> yeah, if it's
1: not worth all the effort to uh, fucking open it, yeah, I'd be pissed as hell.
0: <laughs> Insane. What in the shit, dude? That is something else. Well, I'll tell you what, man. In, uh, in the time that I've not been struggling to open a can... I've been enjoying some leisure time pursuits and not giving a fuck about it. I just recently had a a post-burnout vacation, as I mentioned, on the show recently. And uh, I've just been trying to keep my my foot loose and fancy-free uh-huh. spirit here with me now that I'm back in the States and yeah. um, trying not to become a workaholic again. I'm, I'm getting to the bottom of, I think, some of the some of the sources of my work mania that I always find myself in. Yeah. And I'm trying to let go of them because it's good. not helpful for me as a person or good for me. So I've actually been enjoying some downtime fucking doing some reading of books lately, Whoa. dude. Oh. Uh, oh. Okay. Unbelievable. What? The other morning, I read a dang old comic book that uh-huh. my buddy Thomas loaned me that I had been sitting on for like a fucking year because okay. why would I read a book? That's right. not work. No
1: time for that. Yeah,
0: it might take twenty minutes, <laughs> but I read it and I loved it so much that he loaned me like the trade paperback of the whole series. Uh, I started reading the Department of Truth. Have you read this? No, I haven't. It is fucking sick, okay. man. It's so fucking cool. I can't say like a lot without spoiling what the whole thing is really about, but I'll say it kind of revolves around like conspiracy and uh, talpas and. Yeah, weird stuff. <laughs> okay, But it's fucking cool, man. I'm excited cool. to get into that. And I've also still been reading on the dang old Shining. I'm about halfway through the Shining now.
1: Okay, what's going on in the Shining about halfway through?
0: Haints, boogers. Uh-huh. That old hotel full of boogers.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's the problem, I think, with it, really. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. if
0: you're talking
1: about the Shining Hotel and you're trying to drill down to what the problem is, it's in Haints and it's in
0: boogers. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest problem with it. Okay, I'll tell you what. All that trouble it was getting in that Uh co-beer, it's about worth it. About worth it? I'll tell you that. Okay, hell. I think I'd I'd probably do it again.
1: Maybe you need, like, they were like, you really need to be working up a sweat when you have this beer. All right. Maybe that's what it was, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, you really need to make it worth it. I think next time I get one of these, I'll just... I'll, uh, I'll wall around on the floor with it some and I'll gnaw on it, open it up, get it right in my teeth, you know?
1: <laughs> Use the chompers for what they're meant to be used for opening a cane.
0: Here's the thing, though. What if I just found out, like, some kind of amazing new, like, beer sommelier, like, technique where it's like if the beer is coming through a little tiny thin stream because i punctured a tiny hole in the top of the can uh-huh. it actually like aerates it perfectly and makes it taste like 10 times better what if i accidentally just stumbled across that yeah
1: I, listen i'm gonna try it next time i got a can i'm just gonna try to like really rough up the top and then open it see if that <laughs> takes it taste any better
0: yeah, maybe it does, man. Maybe it does. This is good as fuck though, really. It awesome. is it is awesome. I've never had a, a New Zealand style beer, so I have no basis of comparison here. Okay. But it has a nice piney hoppiness to it, similar to something like uh Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Like okay. it's not like a juice bomb sugar right. IPA, and it's only I think 4.9% here. Okay. The aftertaste is really fascinating. It's almost like Vaguely watermelon-y or something. Oh, okay. It's really good. I get good, down dude. with that.
1: I get down with that. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that.
0: Ben, big fan of what's going on inside of there.
1: I'm guessing though, a New Zealand style IPA probably has a hint, a kiwi to it.
0: Huh? Oh, hey,
1: all right.
0: I see Major what you did there, Bazinga!
1: Bazinga! <laughs> That's
0: tasty right there. That's awesome. Tasty. Hell yeah. Well I'll tell you what, Steve, now that I'm tell getting myself what? good and properly boozed up over here, drinking on his co beer, I think it's about time we head on into that preview palace. Welcome to the preview palace. Whoosh action blah. kaboom pow There's some sedate explosions. It's kinda of nice actually.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's for like it's for like a, a, a like a romantic action movie you know. Ooh, For yeah. Like they're sharing their 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 big kiss moment, but it's also like an intense action moment. But everything Ooh, slows down and it's like, "Oh, yeah." Kaboom. Yeah. I like Pow. that. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: On a scale of 1 to cage. Uh-huh. How 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 Nicholas Cage is Nicholas Cage in this Nicholas Cage movie?
1: Oh boy. I mean, okay. So we're we're definitely at certain times at, at high levels of cage when cage Barry. is is being um, uh, caster Troy boy he's I mean he might be Nicholas
0: uncaged at that point he's
1: close he's close I'll tell you that because he's he's not vampire's kiss near the end level of unhinged fully <laughs> he's
0: not screaming the alphabet at some right so that i'd say that's around
1: a 10 for sure but I, yeah. I, i'm
0: gonna guess he's an eight and a half to a
1: nine cage level at times i mean he's head banging to handles the messiah he's like grabbing asses left and right He's, uh, you know, talking about eating eating pussy for hours. The man,
0: he's (laughs) off the charts. I'll tell you that. He truly is. And it's not the only time that he has been as such. I think it's about time that we find out if we was a Nicolas Cage char actor, (laughs) which one would we be? How about we take a dang old satanic... Wizard like BuzzFeed quiz about it that was probably written by a witch.
1: Yeah, I, I, you know, what's interesting at this point, we're, you know, we're uh, six years into this, and it's BuzzFeed is so irrelevant at this point. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was seemed more like topical when we started. Yeah. But now it's like, why are they doing BuzzFeed? Who does BuzzFeed anything?
1: Nobody but us. Nobody. Yeah, because we're we know that they've got powers over there. They're witches. They're wizards. Oh, yeah. They're they're consulting with the spirits. They're you know uh, looking at innards. They're they're shaking the bones, rolling the bones. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So I'll, I'll tell you what, They're doing some scrying. They're
1: doing it all. They know. What's up with us? So, if we answer these questions truthfully and correctly, they'll tell us which Nicholas character, Nicholas Cage character, we are.
0: Well, we're going to have to answer these questions very deeply because every question has about 8,000 different answers. And we're not about to read all of those at Uh you. So, we're just going to choose our favorite ones rather than read all of them because it is a hall <laughs> yeah yeah
1: there are seriously i think about 12 answers per question <laughs> so like yeah we're not gonna get into all of them. we may mention some of the uh, the weirder ones uh but yeah we we really do think that this uh novu shaman over there at buzzfeed will figure it oh, out he's a
0: shaman wow oh, okay. okay well see look
1: there you go they admitted There even. it is
0: yeah finally mm-hmm. finally Steve, I need you to choose a mode of transportation. What's going to be for you? How you getting around, Mr. Cage?
1: Well, I mean, listen, there's a whole lot of options here, and some of them look exciting, like diving equipment. Boy, that'd be fun. Or, you Ooh. know, uh, maybe a jet pack. This will get you from place to place. But, buddy, I'll tell you what. I'm a little bit more practical than all that. I don't have time for this and that and the other thing. So I'm just going to pick the 1965 Ford Thunderbird. That's just a regular getting around town car, right?
0: That's a classy ride, man. You're going to be able to get from place to place, Uh get good on that thing. Well, meanwhile, if you need me, I'm going to be scooting about in my mobile home. That is my mode of transportation. that is pretty rad, honestly. You can get there and already be there. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) In a mobile home, wherever you go, you're home. So, wherever
0: you are, that's where home is. That's what
1: that's right, that's what they say. So yeah, I'll be scooting around in my Thunderbird. You'd be I guess just living around wherever you want to go. I'll just be living, dude. Uh-huh. Man, I'm going to ask you to choose an item of clothing or fashion accessory from this
0: list of so many possible options there are a lot here there are a lot of things and a lot of them sound like things that i would that i would use man i use a hawaiian shirt i've been known to yeah absolutely who who hasn't dabbled in a hawaiian shirt from time to time lord knows weird al has Mm-hmm. Flannel shirts, I got them. Leather mm-hmm. jacket, just got one. Love it so much. Okay, okay. Um, but you know what? If I am gonna get decked out, there is no better look for me than being covered in blood from head to toe. That's the look <laughs> I am going for. It makes a statement.
2: It really it makes a does. Statement.
0: Yeah. When the when the person
1: covered from blo- in blood from head to toe walks into the party, everyone gasps. Everyone's interested. What happened? Who are you? Why are you here? Like, now you're the most interesting person at the party. I'm just telling you, that's a good choice. I'm going to go with something a little less flashy, you know? Okay, it's a little uh, attention-getting. Yeah, something a little more practical, something, you know, that you could probably wear uh, on an evening out or just a a fun time uh, hanging out with the pals at the bowling alley. That's right, the snakeskin jacket
0: all right that's a hell of a look right there almost yeah. went for that one myself man almost went for that one myself good mm-hmm. look dashing even
1: dashing. dashing for sure you see a fella in a snakeskin jacket again you got questions
0: you got questions you do you do yeah uh-huh. yeah he hates snakes or does he love snakes
1: <laughs> or is it I both is it amusing like a love-hate relationship also, what's
0: the right weather for a snakeskin jacket? Because the jacket's kind of warm, but a snake loves the warmth. I don't know. Does his probation officer know he's here?
1: Another question man. that that raises, I'm sure.
0: That's true, man. Mm-hmm. That's true. I need you to choose a goal. We all got mm-hmm. goals in life. Nicolas Cage has had many of them in his <laughs> yes. multitude of roles. He sure I has. To have all of them here. All of them are uh-huh. represented.
1: Yeah, I I believe literally all of them. Everything he's ever done in a movie represented here as an option. Ben, boy, I mean, when you're looking at goals, when you're thinking of things that you can do with your life, there's a lot. I mean, you know, stealing the Declaration of Independence. You
0: know, that's a goal. goal. That's a huge goal. Yeah, we all have that.
1: You know, everybody, listen, everybody a little bit wants to seal the Declaration of Independence, at the very least a little bit. Uh maybe you know you you're uh you know want to take down some mobsters, maybe you want to solve a mystery. Those things are all wonderful, they're all good, but the thing that I want more than anything is to take someone's face off. Off oh shit. Yeah, that's my life goal is taking someone's face.
0: Oh so after you take it off like what are you gonna do with it oh shit Fuck. like do you just like do you, do you like hang it in in the window do you roll it up and whoo, you know keep it in a drawer or something just look I, at it
1: you know what you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna laugh i, I hadn't considered i hadn't considered what i'd do next I really just, it's really
0: about the journey yeah. rather than the destination. Yeah. Is what you're I got saying. focused.
1: Yeah. I got focused, and maybe yeah, maybe I didn't think it through entirely. Uh, I'm not changing my goal though, because that is still what I want to do.
0: I think you'll know when you get there. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'll figure it out. I'll figure
0: it out. You know, like uh-huh. you'll get that thing off of you know its previous owner, and then be like, <laughs> Oh, got it. I know exactly yeah, what I'm oh, going to do. With this. Yes,
1: yeah, of course. I've got a face. I'll do this. Yeah. Uh-huh. How about you?
0: I feel I feel a mix of things here. Expressing your individuality and belief and personal freedom, hell yeah! Sounds I like great. That. Sounds great. Having myself a critter, I already got a couple. I love the damn thing. You know
1: what? Critters are great unless they're the critters. Critters, man. Those critters, yeah, not as good. In that case, yeah.
0: Less so. But you know what I think I want to do right now, especially while I'm in uh fresh off vacation, relax mode? Okay. Partying as hard as possible sounds pretty great to me. Oh. I want to party.
1: Leaving Las Vegas Andrew style. Andrew WK style. Mm. <laughs> oh. Okay, right. yeah. Andrew WK style is the better choice. Because leaving Las Vegas style, style is, party, is yeah. not fun. Not fun at all.
0: Mm. No, no, I don't think so. I don't think so.
1: But you know what? If you might find yourself in a leaving Las Vegas style situation... You may find yourself needing a weapon, Ben. Let's choose a weapon. I don't know what journey we're going on, but we need a weapon. So it's a big
0: one, man. And there's a lot of good options here, man. Flaming chains. Okay, want that?
1: Okay, yeah. I mean, a flaming chain. I, I, I could see some good uses for that. I could also see burning my hands while wielding a flaming chain doesn't sound uh, that'd be fun. a problem for me yeah
0: yeah that'd be a problem for me yeah um screaming
1: yeah that just could work just like banshee i guess you just scream at him
0: just screaming uh-huh. seems like a pretty good thing uh vampire teeth i assume they made some shitty cheap plastic vampire teeth <laughs> it's just fun
1: that is fun i don't know how it wor- they work as a weapon but okay
0: there's a lot of these things that are good weapons, but I just don't think that I know how to use them that well. So right. I'm going to go with the one that I have always had and know how to use, which is Disarming Southern Charm. <laughs> I'm just going to go with that.
1: <laughs> Why, Already yes, a master. sir. I myself have a bit of Disarming Southern Charm.
0: Oh, are we having a spot of bother here? Oh, Ooh, i just like some to bourbon go and sweet tea, and
1: here. have a mint julep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay that's good disarming southern charm i mean again there's a lot of great ones here karate kick you know that that's a good one maybe uh you just uh, throw some science at them but i don't i don't know if uh, there's any better combination of things to use as a weapon than lemon juice and a hair dryer why not,
0: right? Yeah, might as well. Lemon juice and a hair dryer. Damn. Yeah. That's I don't even know what could happen there, but it sounds pretty intense. Yeah,
1: you know what? Somebody's going to have some eyes that sting and then that are dry. Oof. Take that. Mhm.
0: Damn, dude. Damn. That mm-hmm. is pretty rough right there. Pretty rough indeed. All right. Next up, we got to choose ourselves a food item. We're going to be hungry after all that that fighting and adventuring uh-huh. we've been doing right here. We got quite a lot of options here. Some of them sound pretty pretty good. Some of them sound just ludicrously intense, man. For what sure. What do you think? What do you have
1: Well, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, of course, I'm 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 intrigued by the blood. Who wouldn't be? Um... I, I, I obviously am a, a little intrigued also as to why they have both lemonade and lemon juice. And I'm yeah. a little worried that lemon is getting too much of a starring role in this Nicolas Cage quiz.
0: Getting a lot of attention, that's sure. <laughs> Maybe you could just chug some of this motor oil they got right here. Well, Maybe yeah, I mean, if I, was, if
1: I was entering into, I don't know, like an arm arm wrestling tournament to win like a big yes. rig... I might exactly chug right. some motor oil for sure. Yeah. Yep,
0: that's just arm wrestle fuel right there.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, honestly, I'm a, I'm a little bit hungry right now, and barbecue sounds great, so I'm going to go with barbecue.
0: Go with a quay, why mm-hmm. don't you, man? Get yourself a dang old barbecue. You know, there's some appealing options on here. A peach. I saw a, uh, mm-hmm. a recipe on the Instagram recently that uh-huh. my wife sent me for like this grilled peaches with right. basil and like uh, over like a burrata.
1: Uh huh. And at the Ooh. end of the recipe, does it say eat for hours?
0: Yeah, yeah. That's the direction. That's oh, okay. the final directions. Eat for hours. It said. <laughs> so that was pretty good, but you know what I really enjoy? What's that? I like to have myself from meat from animals that died in a dignified manner. Me too. That's how I like them to be honestly. Yeah
1: like an animal that like worked for 35 years and then retired and had a good retirement with its its wife and then like uh, over time slowly uh, lost its memory and maybe had like some dementia going on and like was afraid of the sun going down or something you know. Oh, wait, no, a and little bit know, before that, when it was still dignified. That's when you, like, right before the yeah, dementia sets right in. before that.
0: The slogan is, the meat's tough, but so is life. Dignified meat. You know? Yeah, I like it. I do. I mean, I don't know that it'd be very good, but you'd think of the stories as you were eating it, you know? <laughs> the, the meat we're
1: serving you tonight was from a cow named Morris. He worked at Ooh. Harvard as a professor of cow studies.
0: Wow. Fascinating.
1: <laughs> so now we got to choose an animal.
0: Listen. All right. All
1: right. They better get ready to die in a dignified manner. I'll tell you that. There's a Ooh, big good long here. list of them for sure. I mean, yeah, there are a lot of good options here. And I'm, I'm a little confused because it's got more than one dog on there.
0: Yeah. It also has reptiles. Uh-huh. I guess animals fall. Yeah, animals. Yeah, could reptile, be reptiles, reptiles well, and animals, It's yes. not just a mammal, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so there, there's a lot of options there. What What are you going to choose out of Goddamn those? Goddamn dinosaur, dude. Fucking no, no question in my head about it. Goddamn dinosaur. <laughs>
1: yeah, okay. Hell, yeah. So what would Why you wouldn't and your dinosaur do?
0: <laughs> Probably Tammy and the T-Rex stuff. We'd, like, use oh, payphones. Yeah. Oh,
1: for sure. That's good stuff. I mean, like, would you... I don't know, like maybe order a pizza and squish a guy who's like super muscular or something
0: Toads, of course
1: I'll okay be. cool yeah that sounds fun yeah um man there there's a lot of good options here dinosaur being high on the list uh but if this is i mean I, i'm assuming this is going to be a companion animal uh I'm, man and I, I tell you what i bet you old uh nicholas cage can just afford any old animal he wants but i bet Nothing surpasses the good old dog, right? Yeah,
0: hard to beat a dog. Hard it?
1: to beat a dog. So I'm going to choose a dog.
0: Man's this best is friend. I'll finally, tell you what.
1: the last one.
0: The last one here. Yeah, choose a quote. Ooh,
1: and these are some all, very cagey course, quotes. Going cagey on right quotes. Here. Yeah,
0: uh huh. Uh huh. And I'm going to try to read mine in a cagey voice. I think please, you should probably do the please. same. Please,
1: of course, I will. Of course.
0: Um, I'm not going to scream over the mic, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, the the alphabet scream line. I'm not going to scream that one at you. Okay. But I think what I'm going to go with here is, I'll be taking these huggies and whatever cash you got. <laughs> Son, <laughs> I raise Arizona. you got
1: a panty God on your it.
0: head. You got a panty on your head. God yeah. damn it, I love that movie so much.
1: Yeah, I, I mean... I knew. uh, I I know. uh, I I know. This one is is probably gonna be real fun for everybody. But you know, A B
0: C D coming in hot. E
1: F G H I J K L M. It's in my face. N O P
0: Q. P got spit all over me.
1: D-U- Calm down, D-U-V-W-X-Y-T!
0: Dang, dude, you're the last vampire in my ass. <laughs> yeah. <Woof. laughs> we did it. <laughs> I can't blame you. That's I a good either. choice, man. It's a good choice. I can't
1: either. And now I'll tell you what. Now we got the reveal. <laughs> yeah, the reveal is like, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Who are you? I'm Sailor Ripley from Wild at Heart. And oh, uh, really? Boy. Okay, maybe. Maybe. I mean, he does wear maybe. a snakeskin jacket, so pretty cool. It says here, you're a hopeless romantic. Your love of love is only topped by your belief in individuality and personal freedom. You're never afraid to show off your karate kick dance moves while listening to True. your favorite power metal band. Cheese baby, you're really
0: something. Damn. Not wrong
1: no absolutely that that's pretty fucking accurate
0: how about how about your dude i am apparently hi mcdonough i'm raising arizona Yes, motherfucker who
1: would not want to be (laughs) hi
0: why wouldn't you want to be man you've got a rough exterior but you're a big marshmallow at heart your moral compass is certainly flexible but you always do what you do for those you love You play to the beat of your own drum. After all, you're young and you got your health. What do you want with a job? I like it.
1: Uh, I would say largely inaccurate. (laughs) You do not have (laughs) a rough exterior. You are a marshmallow inside, but kind of a marshmallow on the outside, too.
0: Yeah, More of a teddy bear on the
1: outside marshmallow inside. Sweet boy, they call him.
0: That's true. That's true. Well, there we go, man. Now we know. That dang old shaman... Answered the question for us, didn't he?
1: Yeah, he sure did. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, BuzzFeed. Most relevant uh, thing that we could name drop. <laughs> <laughs> We're still hip. We're still with hip it. as fuck. I go to the BuzzFeeds. I take the
0: quizzes. Hell yeah. It's what you do when you're a young person. A fellow young, <laughs> sophisticate like ourselves. Now, see the subject of today's episode is, of course, Face Slash Off from 19 and 97. Holy shit, I'm sure this is not the first time you've watched this and now, is it?
1: Definitely not the first time I watched this one. It's the first time that I fully appreciated it, I think. Like, I always thought it was fine and thought it was crazy and fun, but, boy, watching it with a critical eye... This is a good fucking movie.
0: <laughs> okay. Right? Interesting. Interesting. Yes. Okay. That's a that's a fun way to go into this, man. Cause yeah. it's definitely, you know, not a movie that is without its own completely illogical yes, batshit insane stuff. But at the same time, it doesn't necessarily interfere with how much fun that I have watching it. And I think that this is only the second time that I have watched it. I remember wow. watching okay. it for the first time. Um Gosh, it wasn't even that long ago. I mean, maybe between, I don't know, seven and eight years ago, something like that was the first time that I watched this movie. I'd heard it like referenced and shit forever, but uh, I think this is only the second time that I checked it out. So it was still reasonably new to me. I mean, there were definitely scenes and moments that I remembered, but I could have been watching this effectively for the first time. And uh, like I said, dude, it is a it is a real stupid movie, and that is exactly Uh what I want from this era of '90s big ass, huge budget, you know, megastar action movies. Like it seems like all the complaints that I see about this flick is people taking it way too fucking seriously and really trying to be like, well, that hang on, now you certainly couldn't take a man's face off. (laughs) There's no truth in this art. Loosen yeah, up. I, Loosen up.
1: I don't understand. Yeah, because it, it's sci-fi. It's sci-fi. Like, yeah, you can't do that. But guess what? In this world, you can. So there you go. There's it's your an answer. It's an interesting
0: line because this movie has some definite sci-fi futuristic elements to it, but it's like definitely set in 1997. Why yeah, did and, John Woo do that?
1: I <laughs> love it because the script was originally set in the future. And I when you set something in the future, you set up so many expectations that are largely just going to end in disappointment because you're going to like now you're going to be predicting what styles are going to be and what cars are going to look like and all this shit. Don't even do it. Just John. There's a lot Wu of extra
0: it. world building you have to do, you right? Because if you're watching something and it's in the future, you're like, okay, yeah. Are the cars on wheels or are they flying yet? Do we have the video calls? Do we have the three seashells? You got right. Know these have
1: they got the seashells yet?
0: Yeah, exactly. And John <laughs> Wu had a Honestly. goddamn story to tell. Right. He didn't have time to get bogged down <laughs> on all those details. And, and and
1: that's exactly the type of choice I like that that he's made. Is that Yeah, we can all imagine. Yeah, it's just today, but that stuff that we don't have, they do have. There you go. How
0: about that? The things that that we need to make this story work, Uh they have them. Yeah, and that's enough.
1: I don't <laughs> want fucking thirty minutes of exposition explaining how it all makes sense. Shut up, nerd. Put it yeah. down. Nobody cares.
0: <laughs> like seriously, it's in nineteen ninety seven, but they have oil rig prison magnet. boots. Yes, of course things. they have Whatever. oil
1: rig prison magnet boots. What else would they have? got <laughs> where else are they going to keep the bad guys? Like, right? Duh. Yeah. Duh- yeah. Way. No. This. This. All these choices are a perfectly comic booky, which this is very much a Batman and the Joker type of tale. But 100%. Also, also it all fits perfectly into the, the mythological theme of the entire thing. I mean, they set that up very obviously with Castor and Troy uh, naming Sean Archer. Archer is uh, connecting him to Sagittarius, the the Pollux. zodiac sign you got yeah Castor and Pollux the who are the Gemini uh, the twins in the constellations uh, and they are diametrically opposed to one another so perfect you've already set up some sort of mythological connection but the movie then plays out like an opera and and, and like over the top insanity type of mythological stuff uh and and we're gonna get into in a little bit some stuff that was originally in the script that actually makes this movie better and really does really solidifies like my my like reading of it as a mythological type of thing but we'll get into that in a second you don't hear a lot of people talking about this movie in that light because yeah yeah it's largely just talked about as stupid. Like, it's supposed to be over-the-top and insane, but people see it as like, oh, like, this is just excess and it doesn't mean anything. There's no point to it. There's point to it, I think. John Woo's, like, really getting at something with some of this stuff in trying to create this, like, mythological, operatic, insane, like, over-the-top action film that looking back on it now and seeing some of the stuff we have today like it's so great that like the insanity that existed in the mid 90s and action films and you know it it comes from 80s and on but that it's still out there like we can still go see like a fast and furious movie and they're going to take cars into space perfect (laughs) perfect awesome
0: yeah, totally, man. Yeah, whenever you used the uh, the phrase operatic earlier, that really does kind of put you in the mindset of, of what to expect here. Things are way more dramatic than they need to be. Right. Things are way everything. bigger.
1: Way too big. Like, yeah, yeah, the, the facial great.
0: expressions, the motions, the fight scenes, the explosions. Like, everything is, like, sized to proportion for the back row to be able to see it. Everything yeah. is all deliberately over the top. Um even like kicking the movie off man it has this like really over dramatic again operatic score <laughs> and we get that scene where it just kicks off with like Castro Troy just shooting John Travolta and his kid that are on yes. this merry go round. And I love I love how everybody else on the Merry Go round like no sells it. Like the yeah. thing keeps going. People are still riding it. It's like eh, it's America. I don't know. It's, it's like also, a shot. He's just eh. like
1: out in the open with a sniper rifle. <laughs> and a mustache. And a fake
0: mustache. <laughs> Why? And Why he, does he have the mustache?
1: He keeps sipping through that straw. I that was a choice of, of uh Nick Cage's uh, because he, he uh, gosh, he, he was doing homage to another John Woo film. Uh, okay. But it's like so funny that he, he used this like fake mustache. They use this fake mustache and they also keep having him like drink from that straw. It's almost like they're showing how versatile the mustache is as a fake mustache. <laughs> like, look, you can drink with it and it still kind
0: of looks real. <laughs> it's giving you that lip service action right at the start of the movie and it's so weird that I mean the movie starts like that. It starts with Nicolas Cage having this ridiculous mustache and kind of being this goofy Yeah, he's goofy. You know, overly animated killer and he doesn't even have a stash for the rest of the movie. No. Nope. What a nope. weird <laughs> choice to kick it off that way. 6
1: years later, no stash. Yeah, I and also it's interesting and, and let's get to the stuff that's cut out. That so <sighs> What originally was was meant to be going on is that Sean Archer and Caster Troy um, are, in, are in a relationship. They have a, a sexual relationship and Sean Archer uh, doesn't want to come out and let everyone know they're in a relationship and Caster Troy uh, is, attempts to kill him I guess because he broke his heart and kills his son. And <laughs> that changes everything about the movie for me.
0: Well, here's the thing, though. I think the reason they asked that is because they were like, nobody would ever believe that John Travolta was just pretending to be straight. Nobody would believe <laughs> it. That's the problem. <laughs> the execs are like, still, nobody's buying it.
1: It's still <laughs> in the movie because John Travolta and um and fucking uh his wife uh, Joan Allen they have yeah. no chemistry zero Zero None. chemistry so their relationship feels like a fake relationship
0: very much like dude It's so wild that that was written into a 1997 movie script. Like, I can see that they axed it because they were like, people will be, like, uncomfortable with this idea that John Travolta and Nicolas Cage was doing some kissy business. Like, I think even now that would be a wild sell um Maybe. but i think it makes it awesome it does make it like, awesome makes it real interesting i wish that i would have known that while i was watching it and i would have been watching for it more and reading more into the subtext right. but like yeah. that was a question that i had even at the start of the movie i was like man why do these two hate each other so much like right I, yeah I, it's I never explained that, that you know caster troy as a uh, domestic terrorist would hate the FBI and hate right, these yeah. cops always trying to get him. He would hate the organization, but he specifically hates this guy. Right. Not anybody else on his team. He right. specifically knows this guy who's on his case and he's gonna make his life miserable and hunt specifically him down. Yeah. And I was like, Why though?
1: Yeah. So that that explanation changes so much and makes it all make way more sense. Yeah. And it does. Then, then the fact that that the whole movie is two men entering each other.
0: I was gonna say it is about two dudes that are inside each other. Let's be real; like, it's yeah. it's not hidden at all.
1: No, it's not hidden in the least bit. Uh, and then, of course, there there is still a bit of this in in there, but the incest angle between uh, Gina Carano and Nick Cassavetes. Um,
0: Boy, that was a that was a weird choice. Yeah, that was a and, weird and one. The
1: the bit that was cut from the
0: script is that they Gina Gershon, by the way, he's a Carano. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Gina. Gina
1: Gershon. Sorry. Yeah. Not <laughs> Carano. Yeah. It's, it's Fuck. Yeah. Way different people. I'll um, be
0: different. <laughs> yeah.
1: But uh yeah. So like the original idea was that they, um, the brother and sister had had a three way with caster and that created the son
0: God damn, so, that is fucked up. Which dude. is very
1: again, that's some Greek myth shit right there. It is
0: though, right? Yeah,
1: right. So like I, I, I just feel like that those little elements would have re- if they had stayed in, would have really like made clear the uh the the mythological like operatic element of yeah. this and really made yeah, it yeah. all tie together Other, i mean otherwise it it's still fine a, it doesn't need those an things.
0: operatic greek mythology action blockbuster like 100%. it is a weird mutt of things. it, it is, is a frankenstein it is. a chimera of a movie if it's you will. a
1: chimera of a movie and john woo fucking kills it i mean like the the direction and like like we've got so much great practical like action going on here but like oh my god yeah clearly like you know nick cage and john travolta are bringing a whole lot themselves like they spent two weeks together to like work like understand each other's mannerisms and work out like specific ways of saying things that they could both do so that it would like you know, like you could see parts of Archer in his in cast in like Nick Cage's performance of yeah. Archer inside of Caster Troy, like all of that's there. But like again, John Woo's direction, the way that like the action just it flows so beautifully and perfectly. God damn it! Like you, there are moments, especially like the final sort of shootout bit, so
0: long just so long extremely long action yeah. scenes. yeah
1: and and it doesn't feel boring it keeps like heightening and like adding and everything is still fun and interesting like the direction of this is just great i mean the acting is oh, what yeah. makes it but the direction is, is absolutely great
0: but at the same time like during some of those long ass action scenes it, it is very much uh you know batman and the joker in a lot of ways oh for sure there's so many opportunities for either of those two just to murder the other one and make this yeah. thing done. But yeah. they love the foreplay too uh-huh. much. They like do. they love the tension. They love yeah. the cat and mouse game that those two have with each other. So yeah. they don't want to end it. It's too fun. Their boners would go away.
1: Yeah. I mean it's almost it's almost like you know, like you know how in the killing joke it's like Batman is kinda kind of exploring himself in some ways through his relationship to the joker it's it's the same way like they're we're getting so much out of like who they are as characters through their interaction and and their like interplay with one another but then also the the arc of our protagonist who is at times played by john travolta and at times played by nick cage is is um that he goes from being a, a bad dad and father uh, who's overly focused on his work and it puts very little into his interpersonal relationships. He learns from being Castor Troy, I guess, to be a better husband and father, I guess is what we're supposed to see at the end. And yeah, yeah. That is interesting. That he he goes through being another person to get the perspective that like changes yeah. and makes him better.
0: It's almost like he takes the villain's journey and emerges yeah. Yeah, better on exactly. the other side. Of it. Yeah,
1: the villain. That is something journey. that I definitely yeah. noticed
0: this time around. Is like John Travolta's character really sucks at everything he like, sucks he's, he's yeah. not a good husband or no. dad like he's <laughs> he's freaking out because his daughter put on a different look <laughs> oh my god <laughs> which
1: even in 97 is
0: tame
1: it's it a like, tame really? look yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> dude whenever like he walks you know he walks back into his house and his daughter has her back turned uh-huh for so long it's like up. oh my god like she's
1: gonna turn <laughs> around and like she's like i don't know like Stretched out her ears or something that would have been insane in 1995. Bifurcated her
0: tongue. Right. Yeah.
1: But no, <laughs> it's just a nose ring.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, and some like crazy eyeliner or <laughs> yeah, whatever. Fine. Okay. Not a big All deal. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so he sucks at that. He's also like really shitty at work too and just a total fuddy dud where, you know, they, they have this ridiculous mission where they have like an undercover agent on Castro Troy's plane and they use this to apprehend it more on how fucking dumb that plan is in just a second Uh anyway but everybody at the office is like ready to celebrate and he's like let's think about all the people that fucking died as a result of this and he's like no fun about it at the same time it's like dude this is your plan like it's really your fault that all those people died exactly like what the hell dude why are you mad at
1: us (laughs) Cause your plan fucking sucked. Yeah, I
0: Yeah. He
1: he does and the thing is like the movie just shows Castor Troy being better at his life than he is. It doesn't yeah. ever show him fail at that. He no. he's creepy to his daughter for sure. Well, he's not a
0: good guy. Even whenever, you know, she's getting um uh like like definitely assaulted in the driveway yeah. by that shithead guy she's with, like he comes out there and fucking busts the window open and fucking kicks that guy's ass gives her that dang butterfly knife it's like way to go dad yeah that's
1: that's more like yeah because like what we saw from earlier from what uh you know uh, sean would have done he would have been judgmental of her for even being in the car he would have like really been an asshole to her and and instead of that she gets something close to support now again castor troy sucks like he is He's clearly like being sexual towards her the first time they interact. Like he, I mean, we we very much have to define him having sex with Joan Allen as sexual assault because she is oh not my having God, sex dude. with the yeah, person but, she intends yes, to having sex with. Yeah, <laughs> like he he sucks. I'm not saying Castor Troy is good, but he's much better at being a person than Sean Archer. And Sean Archer, like that's kind of the setup when they first have their 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 first like. uh you know where they're they're holding guns on each other and he's he's like are you having fun sean like he he's really like concerned that sean is too uptight yeah <laughs> and that, and that kind of he kind of turns that around it, and in a lot of ways again that's very much batman and the joker like the 100 the, the playfulness and the ways in which honestly they do like the Joker does improve Batman. He makes him a better person in some ways. And in the opposite, Batman makes the Joker worse. Yeah, uh, And, and it's the same man. with these two.
0: I don't understand what that plan with that plane was. It doesn't They're make They're going to have no. an undercover agent on, the, on plane the plane to suck Caster Troy's tongue. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is warped as fuck anyway. It is. It's pretty. But good. then also not just like i don't know give her a fucking machine gun and let them mow them all down i don't know sure and the entire plan is wait for the plane to start moving right. to take off and then play chicken with it and run it at first in armor like where's the tire spikes just fucking throw tire spikes out on the yeah, runway scratch exactly. the wheels and there you're done were so many other ways
1: to deal with this that wouldn't have ended the way it ended I mean, he gets an agent killed, several agents killed, and and all sorts of destruction, et cetera. And yeah, as you said, there's so many other simpler solutions that would have just solved the problem. Uh, yeah, and, and and it seems like he he really does like, as you said, it's like he turns it on everybody else instead of it being his fault. But he made all the mm-hmm. decisions, like. He yeah. really is just bad at his job. He's just bad totally in general at this, and he makes dude, a terrible that choice scene. to have his face oh, yeah. taken off and replaced. <laughs> like, come on!
0: Holy shit, man! During that plane, uh, that plane takeoff scene, dude. This is this is when I started really getting into the kind of action this movie was putting out. Where it's just like, I don't know. Now this will happen. I don't really care. Right. Like, I, I looked down to like you know take a note or whatever on the movie. And like you know, Travolta was in a Hummer, like heading straight towards his plane. Then I looked up, and it's like now he's in a helicopter.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what? Some how do you there? Wild, I don't know. There's some wild there. editing choices that like <laughs> kind of yeah, they skip forward in time at times way too quickly. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, it, it really is. How could he possibly like the the helicopter would have had to land entirely, him get in, and then it take off again. but instead it's just out of the car into the the helicopter already in the air yeah
0: dude it's totally like action figure bathtub water mission rules where it's like this is happening because it's cool (laughs) and not wrong hey you got it right cool (laughs) dude when they crash that plane into that hangar and then you learn like oh no they really did that. They crashed yeah. an entire mm-hmm. ass plane. Yep. They did. To make that happen. They had one chance to do it. They set up like 13 cameras to make it all happen. Yep. I bet that took weeks to plan and set up, right? I
1: mean, it's it's one of those
0: things like we we
1: talked about with like speed like all those insane stunts they had to do and like how much how much goes into that? Like how much planning and like you know small scale tests you have to do and stuff cuz you're putting you know people somebody's got to conduct the plane you know like yeah yeah even if you're pulling it like that pulley system is it could break things all sorts of things can go wrong like it, it's dangerous as hell so yeah you got you got to put so much fucking effort into making something like that happen i know that, you know, could be very much someone's argument for CGI. No one's endangered, etc. And, you know, that's cool. But gosh, did you see that plane? <laughs> It crashed like it was as fucking, fucking sick. Cool dude.
0: As hell. It was fucking sick. And then when everybody got out of the plane and started jumping on all those hidden trampolines that were everywhere, because <laughs> every time there's some kind of battle or gunfight in yeah, this movie, people are just bouncing around <laughs> every which direction, dude. There's one part in here where I think it's like maybe at that that apartment that's getting all shot up where like Nick Cage and John Travolta are like shooting at each other. And Nick Cage just does like a standing front flip for actually no reason. Yeah, like, just no reason so whatsoever. Bouncy in these fucking action scenes, it's ridiculous, man. It's like the floor is fucking rubber as soon as the guns come out.
1: <laughs> yeah, that that I mean, but that's like. I that's I feel like some of that is part of John Woo action. You know, like right, the jumping yeah. to the side with two two semi automatic pistols while shooting. You know, he's got his own like signatures. There's a lot of like uh you know Uh, protagonist antagonist back-to-back talking or you know uh, standoffs he does a lot of standoffs uh, a lot of burbs
0: so yes uh,
1: doves flying in slow motion 100 percent a john woo thing yeah
0: billowing billowing capes and clothing items
1: (laughs) yes and all those things are very comic booky too like very that's, that's something that i enjoy about john woo films is that they don't they don't seem to care about reality reality like they are very much grounded in a reality but it's also like john woo reality where yeah when you walk into a church sometimes a bunch of pigeons fly up that's just a the
0: thing <laughs> they were there all along yeah. it turns out <laughs> <laughs> or sometimes whenever you've just planted a uh, a bomb with like a two week long timer, and you walk through some <laughs> office building and you're dressed like a priest. There's a choir there doing a performance <laughs> because why? <laughs> why took- is there a fucking choir performing in this thing, dude?
1: <laughs> just so he why? can headbang, I guess. Like, I don't
0: know. Windmill so- headbang it's with so short awesome. hair.
1: It's so awesome, dude. He's God, he is off the fucking chain. We have to just- let's just real quick. Because, like, this was originally, like, they intended for this to be Schwarzenegger and Stallone. And I'm just going to go ahead and say it. That movie would suck. It wouldn't be any fun.
0: It wouldn't have been as good. No. Like, I still would have watched it, of course.
1: Yes, a 100%. We would have all been excited. It would have made a ton of money, but it wouldn't be one of those movies we look back on with fondness like we do with Face Off. There was a
0: bunch of options. They there had were, like yeah. Harrison Ford and Michael Douglas, which I think mm-hmm. kind of could have worked, except they're both just like grumpy Boring? old white yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It would have yeah. been
1: like yeah, two dads face off. Like who gives a shit? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Bruce Willis and Alec Baldwin again. Yeah, like that could Maybe. work. De Niro and Pacino. Yes, of course that could work.
0: But those two could have worked. But also, I don't, I don't know if they could have done it. Like I, I imagine de niro trying to act as pacino and likewise yeah i don't know that might have gotten yeah, weird
1: exactly yeah I, I could just not imagine that really going over well
0: but nicholas cage and travolta are yes. such big
1: personalities and they have their
0: own unique cadences and their own unique vocal patterns yeah. and mannerisms and exactly. everything they do the only um,
1: other couple that i saw that was presented as a possibility that i think could have been remotely on the same level is wesley snipes and denzel washington
0: see that could have been fucking sick yes Yes. i could totally see those two working
1: and i want to see denzel washington do a wesley snipes impression I just Fuck. need that. Yes. <laughs> but
0: absolutely. The, yeah, 100%.
1: These two I feel like no they amplify each other so much. Like yeah. they are very much like in tune. They understand each other's characters well enough to play them as each other really well. And that's awesome.
0: I, I totally agree, man. Kate and I were watching this and we just kept marveling at how much fun John Travolta was having getting yes. just to absolutely <laughs> chew the fuck up out yes. of the scenery by being Nick Cage and yeah. how good he was doing with a lot of those mannerisms, the fucking yelling and uh-huh. the shrugs and the wild expressions and the shit. faces, yeah. And, uh-huh. and honestly, like, Nicholas Cage being John Travolta... Um, is is also really good it's amazing But he's a much more subtle character he's a much more sad beaten down guy
1: yeah he goes from being insane like seriously high like high on the list of most insane nick case performances to very high on the list of most
0: subdued Nick Cage performances. Yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. He goes. He's a from, sad guy with a dead kid. Yeah, and now he looks like the guy who killed his kid.
1: Yeah, and then he has to muster up the previous Cage, but he's still doing it with that like sad tinge, and it's I. It's amazing. It's a fucking masterclass in in this type of over the top acting, and you don't get it a lot anymore no. in action movies i mean you see some really crazy shit i mean i think like D- vin diesel's consistency and fast and the furious or you know like there have been so many characters that that have been a little unhinged and and maybe i'm missing somebody i can't think of anybody that's even come close to anything like this in a long while. Well, dude, that
0: scene that that we have where, God, this is going to get so confusing because we have Travolta as Cage, Cage as Travolta. I'm just going to say um good and evil versions of these go. characters. <laughs> when good Nicolas Cage starts that prison brawl and he's like, "Oh yeah, uh Caster Troy would be like, I'm fucking Caster Troy, I'm Caster Troy," and like get all hyped up and then he gets like despondent for a split second and starts uh-huh. like kind of wailing and then snaps out of it again. Uh-huh. Like it's bananas. He's it is. so fucking unhinged.
1: It is. I I love it so much. I like I like uh how much that like as you said, you can tell that John Travolta is very much enjoying chewing the scenery and like really trying to to cage, you know, but he's also having to subdue it because he's not that guy. So like, he he's doing Cage the way Cage was doing it, but also... Still presenting as an FBI, like, fucking chief or whatever. Kind of, sort of, right? That's the
0: interesting thing about it, is when we get good Nicolas Cage, he tries to keep being a a baddie. And it's like, I know how bad guys act. They act bad. So I'm going to cause a riot and fucking, yeah, gloat about it and be all crazy and shit. But, like, whenever we get evil John Travolta and he goes home, Uh it's real fucked up. It's very fucked up. I mean... She has sex with the guy that murdered her kid. Like, that's... Yeah. But how could she not know? This is one unanswered question, dude. (laughs) Okay. Right. And again... We gotta talk about that, yeah. I I only do stuff with my own dick. That's just what I do. That's my experience Mm -hmm. with dongs as a straight white guy. Uh, But I would think, I'm pretty sure... Uh Uh-huh. That a lady you've been married to for that long, that you've certainly procreated with... Uh Uh-huh. Surely she could tell a difference from that dong to another dong, right? What you
1: didn't know is that there's a deleted scene when they're like trying to convince him of it, and they're like, oh, the height difference will be negligible. Oh, and we learned this. You guys are dick twins. Crazy. <laughs> dick exactly. Dick it works dick. out great. Exact same dick.
0: <laughs> so, like, how weird could, <laughs> would it have been if there would have been a scene where it showed Evil John Travolta. And the wife, Eve, go into the bedroom and he has to suddenly like explain how his foreskin grew back. <laughs> <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's
1: crazy. Wildest thing. I tried, something. Said... <laughs> I tried, <laughs> tried something. something. I tried yeah, something. I just tugged on a little bit but it stuck. I don't know.
0: I read it in a book. It worked. It's crazy, right? <laughs> I don't know.
1: Yeah. I. I you know, I right? Wonder. You know. Yeah. I feel like because it's they didn't, like, fully change the bodies. Like, they gave him a little more, like, chest hair and stuff, because Nick Cage has more chest hair. But, like, and they got rid of his scar. But, like, they, oh, yeah. they didn't, like change every like their body types are so different they're very
0: different steve yeah (laughs) they're very different i mean it is kind of funny like again it's cool casting having those two because they're just such big characters but the idea that they could physically pass for one another Uh is like hilariously stupid right like make no fucking way even if you put the face on the face and restructured the bones and stuff I mean, John Travolta is just a bigger, wider, yeah. taller dude than, true. you know, Nicholas Cage, who's a lot skinnier and stuff. Now, I have some questions about this. Okay. So, whenever it's good John Travolta, and he's fixing to get the face change and stuff, and they're like, oh, we're going to take care of those love handles that you got, so your body will look more like him right. or whatever, right? Does that also mean that whenever caster Troy wakes up without his face on, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna make you guys make me look like him. Did they put the love handles back on him? (laughs) Because I guess they did. I guess
1: so, because his clothes fit.
0: His clothes fit, so... (laughs) They put the fat in. They should have called this movie Fat In.
1: (laughs) Fat In, you say. Fat In.
0: Okay, yeah. Dude, (laughs) the entire... The entire idea that they need to switch faces because Pollux has the information about the bomb. Uh And the only person that Pollux would talk to about this is his own brother. So you need to look like his brother and Mm -hmm. you know everything about his brother more than anybody else does. So you should be the one to do it. Not that you're going to be emotionally involved in this entire case, considering he murdered your kid. Right. Um, But it should be you. And, don't worry about it. We have uh, turbo ibuprofen and lasers and stuff that make <laughs> this work. Don't worry about it. Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> For one, that was really the only way to get answered. That was, know. That was the on. only way.
1: <laughs> yeah, it seems like they're probably... I mean, if you got crazy face-off technology, you gotta have some truth serum or something, right? Just
0: Also, dude, Pollux doesn't seem like some kind of hard boy. He seems like a donut hand soft boy. He does. And he's in he like does. maximum oil rig prison. Like the dude's gonna break oh, for pretty sure. fast, right? For sure. Just to get the fuck out of there.
1: Yeah, I it is it is surprising. Motherfucker
0: can't tie his own shoes, Steve.
1: <laughs> it's true. His he's he's what 20 something 30 something and he can't tie his own shoe and they're they're like only way to trick him is to switch faces
0: what if that's yeah. the reason they put him in magnetic boot prison is because that was the only prison where there weren't shoelaces involved <laughs> they're like we got to put him in this one <laughs> They Otherwise, we'd be tying him, his damn shoes all day. <laughs>
1: yeah, they were going to put him in regular prison, but they didn't want to have to tie his shoe. So crazy. This is before we
0: started putting prisoners in Crocs, of course, which solved that problem. That's the only reason we don't have magnet boot prisons. It's because Crocs.
1: Well, yeah, obviously. Those, obviously. Those boots are from the Mario Brothers movie.
0: You can't tell at all. Oh, no, you can. Yeah, except that you can, right? You can absolutely tell. Yeah, you can. <laughs> Could they not have done, I mean, goddamn Home Alone 2 voice changer, like, make a phone call and be like, hey, this is your brother, Pollux. Tell me about that bomb you got. You know? Like, there wasn't another way.
1: (laughs) No. No. Couldn't possibly have done any of those things. The only way, and the only person who could possibly look like Nick Cage in the whole FBI... Is the guy who's two inches taller than him and probably fifty pounds heavier, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, in yeah. musculature alone? <laughs> like this guy, it does not look like him.
0: <laughs> Dude, maybe, yeah, maybe it's because I've been with the same woman for so long. But like, I could tell if like her hands weren't right, I'd be like, "Your yeah. hands look weird today, babe." Like, yeah, what the hell's going on with know. your weird hands? <laughs> yeah, you know, right? Yeah,
1: she admits she's been face offed. <laughs>
0: Yeah, she's been face-off. Dude, so here's the thing. If you're going to go to this extent in this movie where you're going to have the, like, okay, guys, just fucking suspend the disbelief. It's normal 1997 world, but we have this crazy face swap technology and the ability to heal it overnight and change your voice box and all this kind of shit. Uh Uh-huh. How much more of a leap would it have been and how much less explaining would you have to do if this was just brain swap instead and it's like they Uh, put two fucking noodle colanders on their heads and attach some wires to them and some lightning struck the place and it's like now you're in his body and he's in your body yeah the the old brain swap yeah yeah how much more unbelievable would that have been because when you do just Hmm. the face swap there's just so much more additional questions you have to ask if you even question it for a second right yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, yeah. If you're telling us there's miracle medical technology, so so yeah, a brain a brain transplant would be just fine. Sure. What, what, why not? Why not? Yeah, brain off.
0: <laughs> yeah, brain off. Sure. <laughs> Let's go with that. I will say though, I did like whenever it showed us just glimpses of the faceless uh, Caster Troy, like the reflection in the guy's glasses, yeah. and that one little flash yeah. that you get where you just see his face is raw, looking it's pretty Uncle cool. Frank I did like hell, that.
1: Yeah. Uh yeah
0: dude he's franking man Uh he's totally franking that
1: yeah i like that they just showed it like briefly a couple times instead of showing it like dead on because you know that this is almost entirely practical effects uh in the film like we see the the dummies that they cut the faces off of and they're Mm -hmm. they're pretty good but i feel like john woo should have just got shots of their, the actual actors on the the slabs, and then cut the faces off the dummies. Because you can tell they're dummies. It seems dummies. like you could have done that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's
0: it's close, but it's not really that right, yeah. is it?
1: Yeah, it's no. it's just off enough that like, yeah, I feel like maybe if they had shown the makeup, the the faceless makeup too close, it probably wouldn't look that good. But from the distance and like the briefness that we see it, it it does the job. You get it. It's gruesome. It looks really gross.
0: One of my favorite parts about the entire face swap thing is while the the creation of good Nick Cage is happening, uh-huh. and it shows us like cutting the face off and all this shit. <laughs> the uh, the on site beautician is like cutting his hair. <laughs> Yeah. At the same time?
1: Yeah, you got open fucking flesh and hair flying everywhere.
0: What? Just little snippy, snippy, snippies.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't just cut the hair
0: before the surgery? Come on. (laughs) Come the fuck on, right? Also, dude, that means that after Castro Troy wakes up and he's like, I'm going to make you guys put his face back on me. And um, also, nobody fought him or just killed him when he was in an incredibly vulnerable state. Yeah. Uh, Seems like that would have been a good idea. Also, I guess he forced that beautician at gunpoint to do his hair and then also killed that person.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's, yeah. (laughs) What? What? How did they do that? how vulnerable would he be? His hair went from short to
0: longer. That's not possible. <laughs> you can't do that. that. Well, what they did is they got all the hair that they they cut off that they swept up and put in a trash can, and they got it out and got some, some Elmer's glue and just kind of okay, slapped it on. Okay, all right. Yeah. His hair did get longer. <laughs> That's a problem. It is a
1: problem. It's a little bit of a problem, sure. That's but an issue. Do you remember how <laughs> this movie also has awesome gunfights?
0: Hmm? Hell yeah. Do you think about that? boom because if they didn't do that then they wouldn't get to shoot their bullets at each other
1: yeah which is not a sexual thing that they're doing
0: nope while Mm -hmm. they're inside of each other shooting at each other
1: (laughs) they're inside of each other trying to (laughs) penetrate the other one
0: they're just shooting dude just
1: Just shooting shooting them yeah (laughs) another element of an early draft of the script that I really just have to point out that I wish had happened. The writers wanted um Caster Troy to go to his mother's place to hide out and they they had two options for the mother. First option, Elizabeth okay. Taylor. Okay. Okay. Mm.
0: Makes sense. I can see that.
1: Second option, Jack Nicholson in drag. What? <laughs> yeah. What? Why? Yeah. Um I huh? don't know but I want it now. I want it. I think it. I do. I want it a lot. I need Castor Troy's mom to be Jack Nicholson in drag. That sounds awesome. It would. Can this, you imagine dude, that there, scene?
0: What? what would that be? There is another reality out there, just a little sister reality to uh-huh. our own, where we did get the gay relationship, uh huh, and the weird incest threesome that uh-huh. made a baby, yeah, and. Jack Nicholson in Drag and this uh-huh. is one of the most like profoundly like sexually confusing movies of all time.
1: Yeah, I mean it well what it would definitely have been in 1997. I mean releasing what is, what was the budget on this is it fucking 80 million. Oh, Lord, it had to be high, yeah. Releasing an 80 million dollar movie with those elements people would still be shitting their pants about it. They'd still be oh, like, yeah. "Do you remember that big budget blockbuster that was about <laughs> Nick Cage and John Travolta in a gay relationship, and Jack Nicholson was Nick Cage's mom. Do you remember that? And they got in each other, and they were inside <laughs> each other the whole time, just <laughs> being each other, you know? Yeah, what? I, I, it, yeah, it, it really is like it's simultaneously. Uh, way over-the-top goofy action movie and so potentially an art movie. (laughs) Like,
0: it's so (laughs) so close. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I'll tell you this. It's really interesting that John Travolta is supposed to be our good guy in here when, as we said, he's clearly not good at being a dad or a husband. He's not good at his job. He's very unlikable. And then they give him... Possibly the most unlikable trademark, I don't know, fucking trait right. that I've ever seen in any human uh-huh. ever, which is for people he loves, he'll just take his whole ass hand and rub it down your face. <laughs> is there anything less likable? Like listen, Nothing. I know that every family has their has their weird little things, sure. right? Yeah. Some families have weird traditions or goofy sayings that Maybe they use this is like knife. who knows? Maybe they got a poop knife. Some mm-hmm. people have this, and it's just something that families do. We're all kind of different. Ain't none of us normal. But Jesus Christ, could you imagine you meet like a kid at school and you're like, Yeah, he's pretty cool. I'm going to sleep over this weekend. And like, you guys walk in. It's like, Hey, dad, I want you to meet my new friend, Steve. And he's like, Hey, Johnny. Rubs hand down face. <laughs> You'd be like, Mom, I got to go. I'd be calling mom right away, being like, This is not what I thought it was. Come pick me up. <laughs>
1: I it's crazy, too, because I as I said uh, earlier, I, I've been wa- I watched the Abdul the Butcher episode of Dark Side of the Ring and the, the way that he blades the way that Abdul the Butcher always bladed is the fucking face waterfall that John Travolta keeps doing. He just does it to himself <laughs> with the, the oh. blades on the end of his fingers and it Fuck. looks the exact
0: same. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah. Abdullah's forehead is fucked up by the way. It's insane. Yeah. He
1: could he could put coins in the fucking huge divots in his head.
0: Yeah. I wonder what the divots in his head say in Braille. (laughs) 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 But you know, speaking of Braille, like that's the only reason anyone would do this to their loved ones and kids, right? Is like if you were blind and you're like, I need to feel, you know, your contours and stuff. Yeah. He's got all his vision, as yeah. far as I can tell. He just rubs his hands on people's face. Dude, there's, there's parts <laughs> in this where, like, he just comes in from the office and comes home and rubs his nasty-ass, unwashed hand down his wife's face. Yeah. Like, every time he does this the whole movie, I'm like, fucking stop,
1: dude. Yeah, stop. it's, it's no. so weird. The The interesting thing is, you don't know about this other deleted scene, uh, Is uh, he goes in uh, at a certain point, he's like, I'm going to go to my craft's room. And they're like, all right, honey. And he goes into his craft's room. And when he walks in, there's a clay bust of everybody whose face he's touched. Oh, yeah. No just way. like the hello video. Mm-hmm. Hello.
0: <laughs> he's good, huh? He's, he's an good.
1: Artist. He's real good. It, no, he's bad. Just like the hello video. one. <laughs> Remember? how. <laughs> can you imagine your Lionel Richie and you saw that? you were like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I look way Holy better than that.
0: <laughs> That's got to be the least likable trait ever. If anybody yeah. ever did Face that to touching. me, I would be so fucking mad. Nobody wants that. I would that. be so mad.
1: Yeah, I, I would say that, like, yeah, seriously, not, not only unlikable, but, like, like, yeah, as you said, like, germs and shit all on his hands. And, like, also, like, if you had glasses... Like, what the, get out of here with that shit. Don't <laughs> touch Smudging my face. Smudging my glasses up yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Ew, no,
0: dude. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. So much. And he does it so many times in so the movie. So many times. So many times.
1: Yeah. I yeah, I, I I couldn't uh I couldn't imagine if my family did that, that I, I would have accepted it as a teen. Um some of the other stuff that like it goes on that, like, specifically about Sean, like, the, not only the way he interacts with his, his uh, wife, which is, I mean, mostly they don't even, they don't have any spark for sure, but they don't seem <laughs> to even really be friends. Uh, his interactions with his daughter, like, he, he's not very great. At work, he's, uh, you know, kind of an asshole to everybody. But his interactions with Caster Troy, boy, are they much more like smoldering and tinged? Oof. You know what I mean? Like, there's a whole lot more
0: passion there. Oh yeah, yeah. He saves it all for uh, for Mr. Troy for sure.
1: And, and so, yeah, yeah. Like his his most like passionate uh, moments are in dealing with Caster Troy. But Caster Troy is passionate about everything. Like everything in his life is is something that he likes or is like at the very least interested in or wants to comprehend or wants to exploit. Like he's he's everything in his world is for his use and everything in Sean Archer's world is something he has to endure. Yeah, it's except, like an
0: obligation.
1: Yeah, except for Caster Troy. Yeah. <laughs> caster Troy, something that really gets his motor running
0: it does man that yeah. is definitely his spark
1: yeah so yeah i think some of that like oh sorry so yeah i think some of that like uh some of that uh gay subtext is still in the film like it's it's still in there it's just not as prominent especially if you don't oh, yeah. know that that was ever there you probably won't catch it But if you know it's there, it's there
0: But I guess it's implied that Caster Troy is bi Because yeah. he, he likes the ladies too He obviously. does, yeah,
1: he very much likes the ladies Whereas Sean it, Yeah, it does seem like Joan Allen Might be his beard Like he doesn't seem To have any sort of passion For her mm-hmm.
0: Meanwhile, uh, fucking Caster Troy's got old Gina Gershon on his side
1: Gina Gershon. Gershon, Gershon, I
0: believe. Here's, <laughs> unless, here's unless she's the, a, the a reality, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> imagine this: a reality okay. where in real life, Gina Gershon is a squirter in the bedroom, and she's saying, <laughs> "I'm gonna gersh, I'm gonna gersh."
1: Right, I'm well, Gershon. All,
0: I'm Gershon now.
1: Uh, welcome back, all the people who did just imagine Gina Gershon as a squirter. <laughs> She's going to Gersh. I hope you enjoyed whatever video you just watched. Oh. Uh, <laughs>
0: um, also, Keep yeah. Keep going. I'm about to Gersh.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I I love Gina Gershon in this movie. And apparently, like, like she and Nick Cassavetti is like really were going hard into their characters. Nick has decided to shave his head for the role.
0: He looks and, awesome.
1: Yeah, and Gina Gershon, like, floated the idea as well to John Woo of her shaving her head. Like, she's so obsessed with her brother that she would do it too.
0: Wow. I, I mean, honestly, especially with that that angle that those two characters have, it, it makes sense, dude. Whenever, whenever we're watching this movie and uh i'm talking to kate and i'm like the incest angle is really weird i wonder why they did that and she's like what incest angle what are you talking about and Uh then it gets to that part where they're about to depart and they're like full-on passionately mouth kiss and she Uh goes oh that part oh (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah. it's just
1: like it's so quick it's a quick flash that you're just suddenly like wait what
0: aren't they brother and sister yes they left that in the movie why yeah
1: (laughs) Cause, listen, I'm telling you, this this movie, it has just all the elements of a Greek myth: the 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 totally. incest, the intrigue as to who the baby, you know, is, is actually fathered by, etc. I mean, the fact that it ends on Sean Archer has killed his lover and taken his lover's potential child, who may be an incest baby. And adopted him for his own into his family as a, a replacement for his lost son, but also as a reminder of his dead lover. Yes, definitely. That's that's pretty operatic.
0: I Boy, mean, that sounds Grecian when you say it that way. That sounds crazy classically there, right? fucking Greek, doesn't it? Yeah, it's so bonkers, but like when you reframe it, that way, it really does make sense and kind of feel that way. There was some other movie we did recently where you kind of framed it as like, "Oh, this just sounds like oh, it was deathbed." Right? Like, yeah, oh, if you just look at it, this is like folklore fairy tale, it suddenly makes total sense. And I was like, oh. Actually, yeah, it does. It would seem downright normal in that context. That entire, you know, love quadrangle, (laughs) replacement child, reminder of, you know, lost lover thing. Yeah. Yeah, that fits perfect, actually.
1: It does. And I think that's like, it's real cool that John Woo took um, a sci fi movie about two people switching faces and made it, you know, this. It's
0: Yeah, he didn't have to. He didn't have
1: to. Uh, I mean, the script obviously had those elements, but you easily could strip it back and just make it any old uh action movie and just rely on their performances to sell how cool the idea is, but no, he put a lot more into it. Like e- even like small things I think that are really cool like late in the movie where you see um uh, it, it's near the end, and we've got Sean Archer played by Nick Cage, and he's in this suit, and it's ill-fitting, and it's just this like really obvious visual metaphor, like of, of like what he's in. He's in this ill-fitting suit. It doesn't. It's mm-hmm. not him. He's got to get out of it because yeah, it's uh, it's not right. Yeah. I, I like that. like it's it's again, it's a silly crazy action movie that most people will never think much about and don't have to. and that's why it's nope. successful. It's it can throw in some fun little artsy bits without you ever noticing and you don't have to care about it and it doesn't affect your viewing of the movie at all because it's still fun.
0: It's true. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and even if you don't take any of that stuff into account, it's just like this ridiculous, over-the-top, I-can't-believe-they-made-this movie. Right. Dude, some of my favorite ridiculous stuff in here comes from, uh, what, is, what is Gina's brother's character's name? Uh, Diedrich, is that his name? Yeah, Diedrich. Diedrich. Dude, the parts where they're at his apartment, which, okay, The apartment. I am nearly sure somebody needs to check this for me. Did you ever see Blair Witch Two: Book of Shadows? Yes. Uh huh. Is that not the same fucking place? That weird like loft
1: thing. Is it it not the same? Very well. Be it might very well be the exact same loft.
0: (laughs) It so feels the same, right?
1: Yeah. Uh huh. And it also is not an apartment. It's like a oh, club. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a weird apartment you
0: got. But dude, later on, whenever you know the, the cops bust in. Um, by the way, being the worst cops ever, they're like, "There's a woman and child in there. Get the machine guns and grenades." <laughs> they are just seriously annihilating. Yeah, the this
1: place. The people that seem the closest to wholesome, the closest to family values in this, really, are Gina Gershon and her brother and that kid. Yes,
0: <laughs> yeah, and they're fucking incestuous. Like it's a bad yeah. world that this is set in. It is, but, it dude. Whenever the the cops bust in and and they're like just destroying the shit out of everything and there's explosions and gunfire and glass is breaking every which way and people are busting through tables and all this stuff. There's this line where it shows Diedrich and he goes, damn my place is getting fucked up. Yes! <laughs> I loved it! <laughs> and it's one of the fucking dumbest lines so I've stupid. ever heard in the it's middle so dumb- of an action scene. Yeah. Damn, it's like- my place is getting
1: fucked up. This movie is not like... <laughs> filled with jokes or anything but that that one hits that joke hit with Thanks, me. captain obvious yeah, yes I, your yeah, pla- I, think it,
0: it. I think at that point the place is already fucked up it would have been yeah. more accurate for him to say damn my place is fucked up it has like, reached that would have been fucked up yeah now now it's fucked up you know even his weird um Room of standing mirrors that has a purpose?
1: <laughs> I guess. Why? Knows. <laughs> so that they like, can did, shoot did, at each other but see the reflection yeah. of themselves. It's a cool visual.
0: I just like to think that there was some Christmas where just, like, somehow his entire family, like, all got him the same standing mirror. Oh, I thought I was only one. You got him one, too. And he unwraps <laughs> the fourth one. And it's like, you got to be kidding. And there's, this like, a comical. fifth one. Yeah, there's a fifth one wrapped up right next to it. And he's like, gosh, I wonder what the rest of these are. Yeah. He what gets to the 17th these?
1: one. People are crying. Some people are like, stop opening them. I don't <laughs> know how this is happening.
0: he's like well i do have this big circular room at my fucking uh club apartment that i'm not using right now i guess i'll just stand them all up in there for some reason
1: should should be pretty cool if i do that turns out it is maybe some
0: people can have a shootout i don't know
1: maybe who knows and they do they do they do and it's fun so he was right
0: too bad his place is all fucked up by that point that's too bad
1: yeah, I I think that that shootout like it, it kind of like shows also like just how reckless the FBI is because we've already seen them being fucking insanely reckless. They oh, put, yeah. they took a guy's face off like
2: it's <laughs> and didn't crazy. tell
1: nobody.
0: Yeah, nobody like, could know.
1: Nobody. There there are no good guys in this. It's just a bunch of people with guns shooting a lot. And they don't care about that kid. That kid gets so close to getting killed so many times in that shootout.
0: Oh, he's at best extremely traumatized by listening to Olivia Newton-John sing Somewhere for the Rainbow while people are getting fucking gutted around him left and right in his drugged-in uncle-slash-dad's house. (laughs) Like, (laughs) This kid's had a rough life, man.
1: Uncle daddy, can you get me Uncle some juice? Uncle dad. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh man, but yeah, they are definitely recklessly endangering the fuck out of that kid. What was the point of how of how Sean Archer couldn't tell a single soul about the plan? Like, he couldn't tell his wife. He couldn't tell anybody. This is, once again, his plans getting so fucking many innocent people killed yeah. and making stuff go out of control. Uh, why could nobody know? I yeah, never it doesn't, that.
1: Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Because, like, if you tell so many people at the FBI, I guess, like, they, they're saying they're not supposed to do this. So, I guess you can't do that. But why can't he tell his wife? Why not? Dude. So, if, if his wife knew... Then when, you know, Nick Cage shows up as John Travolta, she'd be like, you're not my husband, because he's Nick Cage, and he's in jail right now.
0: (laughs) Dude, it's so massively... Irresponsible and and stupid to have the plan work that way, <laughs> and also too, I guess you know Nicholas Cage laying there with no face on down there was just left unattended with like open face wounds that would definitely <laughs> would be making kill the you shit
1: die out of you. Yeah, I looked it up and and I found an answer from from a person who would know a doctor, a trauma doctor said that uh, someone without a face would die within a few hours. Oof. Or if they had some palliative care, but no, no way of getting a new face uh, up to a few days, but you're not gonna live. You're gonna die. Like you're gonna die. What if he the face. had
0: a cigarette and some pain pills? That'll would do it. Then? If you got,
1: if you got some pain. Well, the thing is, if. If they, had, I guess, if they had kept him on the IV and stuff, but they they just had dry ass bandages on his face, so he'd be his face would be crusting up. So they're oh intending for him to die, I guess.
0: Like, I suppose,
1: yeah. I so they they're basically torturing him to death. They took his face off and they're just gonna let him lay in bed on pills until he dies. Cool. <laughs> Here's the thing
0: too, like. If they're into doing secret FBI plots, and they have Caster Troy on life support down there, on you know Death's doorstep, could they not just use that as a bargaining chip against Pollux to be like, Hey, if you don't tell us about this uh, long bomb silver that you've planted that's going to go off in two weeks, yep. um, we're going to pull the plug on your brother. Okay, that I'll talk. Work. I'll talk.
1: Yeah, I feel like that, that would work. Like, yeah, he, he seems to love his brother, wouldn't want his brother dead if he knew that he, he was still alive and could viably you know live though the, the doctor this is the weirdest thing to me the doctor says that he's gonna die like we're, we're in like some uh, 1997 where they got face off technology but the doctor is also like bad at knowing whether or not the patient could survive so
2: to here's the, point the thing
1: that dude they take okay. his face off and he like this is after they thought he was gonna die so he's yeah. he's fine. <laughs> the doctor was like, he, "I guess he was he was probably lying, right?" To make it him relieved feel the better, pressure yeah. to take
0: the face off. That's why he got better. <laughs> yeah, it was it <laughs> what? <laughs> Here's the thing, though, man. You're not taking into account. Yeah, they have the technology uh-huh. to do a, a face transplant and bone constructive surgery to make right. it work, and overnight mega ibuprofen that keeps the swelling down and stuff. But. Nicolas Cage got jet-engined, dude. There's no bouncing back from that. He got jet-engined. You ever Uh, think about that?
1: I mean, I guess that's a good point. Like, yeah. Engined. And he bonked his head, too. The thing is, people have survived being sucked into a jet engine. That has happened. But he looks okay in the bed. Like, he's not like... He's not, like, got a whole bunch of casts and shit, because he would have broken... He's not got
0: third-degree burns or anything, but he didn't get roasted.
1: He would have had, like, all sorts of issues if he survived. So, yeah, like, yeah, they should have... It would have been more interesting, I feel like, maybe, if his body was all fucked up, and then he puts on Travolta's face, but, like... He, you know, he can't. He has to hide that underneath. He's got all these burns or whatever, and that's kind of what reveals it to Joan Allen. That could have worked, you know, but mm-hmm. it, instead, it, it's I guess a hunch. It's like because the man who killed her son called her and said your husband's not your husband so she was like all right i'll test his
0: blood <laughs> turns out yeah, i have my blood test kit available at all times anyway well, just well in she, case you need to test your blood during bedtime
1: she does go to the hospital but she does a wild ass blood test she's not just testing to to know what his blood type is it also has like his a1 like his like his sugars and he's got
0: his he, sugars on there. He's got diabetes, according to the
1: <laughs> blood tests. So Castor Troy has diabetes, apparently.
0: Huh. But also... It's going to be hard to hide that or cover it up or fake your way through it, huh?
1: Yeah. Their, their blood types also tell us something about their characters.
0: It's so corny. Yeah,
1: it's so corny because Castor Troy is A, B, the universal receiver, and Sean Archer is O universal donor so oh, the
0: taker the giver
1: they take and they get. yeah he gives so much being an fbi agent he gives <laughs> his wife no dick his daughter a hard time and his uh, uh subordinates a lot of shitty plans what again a lot of
0: funerals too a lot, a lot of, of tombstones. Of
1: funerals. yeah way to go he gives us corpses thanks <laughs>
0: You know, that's another part of that cat and mouse game that I found to be very stupid, too. Whenever good Nicolas Cage goes home to the wife to Eve to say, I'm not who I look like, Uh test his blood, all that stuff. Could he not have just, like, hid in the closet or something? Because it's like, he's going to be home at 530. Yeah. Here, you know, I'll wait till bedtime, then jump out and cuff him or something <laughs> like he knew he was coming home right. right yeah couldn't he just waited and got him yeah good point <laughs> I, just so many easier ways for this to go yeah there definitely are i mean
1: like you know the, this is one of those where if you if you don't think about it at all it's a fun time if you think oh just yeah. enough about it it's real dumb and if you think way too much about it, it's kind of
0: genius. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. How would you feel if if your your partner who just had been walking around with the face on of the person that killed your kid and you had also accidentally had sex with the person that killed your kid? Yeah. Came home from having his face fixed. And is like, hey, I brought the kid murderer slash your rapist baby home. Surprise. I think we should keep yeah. him. Okay, I, here's the thing. Yeah. It's not that kid's fault. No, it's th- I mean no, it's he's not. entirely a product of his environment. It's not the kid's fault at all. But I would not blame Eve whatsoever for being like, listen, this isn't gonna work. Yeah, it, listen, No, it, it would have made
1: all the sense <laughs> in the world if he came home with that kid and she was standing there with a suitcase and a letter and he was like, oh, it's the kid to replace our child. And she was like, yeah, read this. I'm going to go to a hotel. So bye. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, here's the thing. You already have that disconnect where... I guess after he got his face fixed he he drove himself home. It was just a day patient surgery <laughs> yes, I suppose. Cuz she like... was waiting at home and was like so surprised to see him like you're back and your face is your face. But <laughs> also he had to stop and pick up this kid from God knows where before he even came home.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> always on the job. Always on the job this guy. Yeah, I, I think that like there there's obviously a ton the, a ton to critique and that it doesn't make sense, et cetera, sometimes. But, God, it's entertaining. It's so I know, entertaining. Right? Even at two hours and 18 minutes. Like, it is long. long. It is long. Yeah. But it's entertaining as hell. I mean, you've got like a full on prison break thing going on. You got three different shootouts. You got a bomb defusing. You got the plane crash. You got so many big set pieces and things that just really work for me and then also uh you got one of the most important elements i think of any amazing movie and that is a cameo appearance by joe bob briggs (laughs)
0: Of course, yes. name a classic movie that doesn't have that. Dude, Can't. it got to that Can't. scene, and I paused it. I was like, wait, was that fucking <laughs> Joe Bob?
1: Yeah, it was, it was. Yeah, he, I mean, you know, uh, Joe Bob is, is a character that he plays, but he, he's, he's also an actor. He's in some stuff from time to time. This, Casino. Uh He's got some uh, good films he's in, and I, it was, like, really... I. I I knew who he was back in the day when I saw it because of, you know, monster vision and stuff, but it really was like rewatching it. Just remembering suddenly like, holy shit, Joe Bob's in this such a cool. Also a
0: Punisher shows up.
1: (laughs) That's right. Tom Jane is in a very small role. This is before he really kind of became bigger. He, I think deep blue sea is a couple years after this and then starts to get bigger roles around then. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, he does good in this. I mean, he's he's a, It's a small role, but he's definitely bringing something to it. I also like the guy who plays Pollux, Alessandro Nivola. I like the way he yeah. plays the character. It's really yeah. Interesting. That was
0: apparently a lot of like his decision to do those kinds of mannerisms and do that kind yeah. of withdrawn sort of sort of on the spectrum ish yeah. sort of behavior for that character. Yeah, for sure.
1: And, and that's the thing is like the the fact that Travolta and and Nick Cage are going so hard like frees up a whole lot of the other actors to swing pretty hard too, and they do from time to time. And that he he's he's very interesting. Like the voice he's putting on and everything. It's all. Interesting choice that makes the character so much more than it is on the page.
0: Oh, totally, man. And you know, you're talking about important elements for a classic flick. One that this has that's so fucking late 90s as fuck, and I forgot that it was even a thing until it happened. Um, I think it's maybe at a part where maybe they're at Dietrich's place. I can't uh-huh. remember, but the scene starts with like a close up of like some fine woman's booty. <laughs> and there's a there's like a soundtrack bump of just a bass guitar going, broom. Uh-huh. <laughs> Seeing a butt and hearing a bass go, broom. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's classic. That's classic, classic. You cinema. You need
1: that. You need that in a good action movie. Just. Broom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many different slides they had that bass player do before they're like, "That's the big butt slide. Yeah, That's like, the yeah, one." what
1: was the right one? Uh,
0: now that was more of an itty bitty waist kind of slide. Give me that big butt slide, <laughs> 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 It's so stupid, dude. It's like it's Team America shit. Like it this is, is just yeah. Team America stuff, it, right?
1: It's, it's real dumb, and it, like I, I also they throw a Wilhelm scream in there too. Which yeah, they do. Always fun to hear. Yeah, it's. I, I think that like really embracing the cheesiness of of action films while also like trying to elevate them is fun and and that's what a lot of 90s action movies kind of are because we were coming out of the you know the arnold and and sylvester Stallone period where it was largely just real big dude doesn't matter what the script is like after die hard it was like oh the script is kind of super important and you can actor, have every man in the world yeah, role, yeah. And every man can be the action star yeah and that's where you get some of the things that go way harder and take bigger swings and stuff like this and i i, I very much enjoy this movie i you know oh yeah i i think we're coming to to, to rating here i you know i i always thought this movie was just Kind of stupid fun. I think now that it is still very much stupid fun. But it it definitely had... Uh, it was attempting to do some more interesting stuff. And I like that. Um, along with just it being a dumb action movie. Um, I think Nick Cage is so good. He's just so good. It's it's impossible to watch this performance. No matter what, how you feel about the movie. And not just see that Nick Cage... He, he does something amazing every time he he really wants to like when he really oh, yeah. wants to bring the cage he he makes a role something nobody else could do
0: uh and- i can't imagine what he was like on the set of this like no, I- that's something i really wanted to <laughs> yeah. know about us because he gets very invested in like very yeah, methody with a uh, lot of his acting choices yeah. and i mean th- th- when we have nicholas cage as Caster troy it is a villain that is so over the top and ridiculous and is just such a fucking rock star yeah. that I crave a movie where I get him the whole time. That's like one yeah. of the only things about this movie that's kind of a kind of a letdown, I guess, is right. we only really have, what, 30, 40 minutes with Nick Cage as Caster Troy right. just destroying every scene that he's in. And then for the rest of the movie, it's John Travolta as... Uh, Caster Troy. Right. I wish we would have had more Cage Troy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh but I do think that that John Travolta does a great job and he's very much like keeping up with, with Nick Cage. I think, yeah, there's just so many good performances in this and then yeah, the the action is so well choreographed and shot and and uh you know it's it's spliced together in a way that just keeps it elevating and making it more and more fun and interesting. Uh, Gina Grishon and and Nick Cassavetes and everything they were doing behind the scene to make the intensity of this relationship. That was the incest was cut, but they still got it in there. (laughs) They still like (laughs) somehow got it in there. I love that. Uh, It's to me, this is like very much a, a fun action flick to just throw on, but also one that I had a blast really thinking through and trying to understand. Uh, but I said, there's a whole lot of dumbness. <laughs> there's a whole lot of stuff oh, yeah. in here that's just like, yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. I'm willing to overlook it because it's fun, but it doesn't make a lot of sense. So, when I'm ranking this, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to give this a
0: 7.5, Ben. I think that's pretty fair. I mm-hmm. think that's pretty fair, man. And, and again, I don't have the nostalgia going into this one right. and you know, memories of so many Saturday afternoons watching this flick. So, I'm looking at it, I think, fairly objectively and... And like you said if you watch it with the idea that it is this over dramatic operatic larger than life kind of thing you can have a lot of fun with it if you start questioning yeah. the science or like how the fuck did uh, <laughs> good nicolas cage swim home from that fucking
1: right, oil rig so prison, far away <laughs> Oil rigs are land. not frequently close to no, shore. Correct? They're
0: not. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like next scene. I don't know. He's a little. His hair is a little damp, and he's <laughs> home. Whatever. <laughs> he figured it. No, not gonna worry yeah. about it. Like, and, and it is. It is long. I think that they could it have is. got this down to a tighter. Two hours. You know. Yeah, two hours. Hour fifty maybe. Sure. Like, there's definitely some stuff in this that I think could have been cut out. But like you said, all those practical action scenes and stunts where like. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of shit where you can see the wires of people getting, you know, pulled for Mm -hmm. uh, a gunshot that blows them back or whatever. And that's where it's like, well, they they could have digitally removed that stuff. But you know what? In a funny kind of way, I kind of like seeing them. It kind of lets me know because you know it's real.
1: real. You know it happened.
0: Yeah, Yeah. exactly. They really did that. They tried their best to hide it, and there it is. There, there is some stuff though where they didn't try to hide it at all, dude. During that last like uh, boat chase scene that we have, uh huh like, whenever the boat, like, goes off that ramp and they, like, fly out of the boat uh-huh. and it's just the, the stuntmen flying yeah. out of the boat, uh-huh. they don't even look remotely like them. Yeah. Like not even close. It shows them full face and everything.
1: That's a thing where, like, the stuntmen, anytime you see them, they don't look close enough like the guys the stuntman who does not the dive off the oil rig, which was a 70-foot dive. It's oh. badass that he did it, but
0: but not Uh, even close. Doesn't
1: even kind of look like Nick Cage from the back.
0: (laughs) Uh Uh-uh, no. But I like that it has all these big, dumb action scenes, but also there's more introspective moments, especially where we get, you know, the two characters playing each other, playing a character, in their environments, and we kind of mm-hmm. very much see that you know the bad guy is a product of this environment, and we see that the good guy just has all these opportunities, and it's easy to be good when you have a house and wife and kids, yeah, and absolutely. the cops aren't looking for you. Yeah. Like I like that it kind of has some of those more introspective elements, and that kind of four dimensional acting where you have actors yeah. playing characters that are also <laughs> playing other characters. Yeah, they're bra- they're breaking. in the movie.
1: They're breaking their own reality walls. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: And although she doesn't have much anything to do in the movie, I enjoyed seeing Margaret Cho in here for no good reason. She's yeah. not really doing anything, but she's here.
1: Yeah, she. Uh, I, I think Chow Yun Fat was supposed to be in that role, and he he had something like conflicting. So they cast Margaret Cho, comedian. Uh, she she had been in several roles up to this point, but. Uh you know, she mostly is known as a stand up comedian.
0: Well, I'll tell you this, Steve. Okay. Buckle up here. I'm I about buckle. to be a real a real litter bug and just I'm gonna drop some names. I might need to go back and pick these up. Is that alright?
1: Okay okay. I I'm interested. I mean, if you're if you're just dropping names from the sky, I'd like to see how they land.
0: Well, you know, you might know her the way that you know her, but when I think okay. of Margaret Cho, uh-huh. I, I kinda think of her as a fan, Steve. I think is that of her right? As one of my fans. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's true because back whenever um Whitechapel, my buddies in Whitechapel, uh huh, released um Our Endless War. Yeah. Which is a record that I, I did like all the all the guitar solos on uh-huh. and worked with them on that record some. She just happened to tweet out one day how much she loved the new Whitechapel album and the guitar work on it. Uh she loves your work. She's a big fan. You know, you could wow. say she's a fan. Wow. Wow.
1: It's always nice to meet a fan, Margaret Cho.
0: You know? Yeah. It's kind of nice. It's good to know I've got her in my corner, you know? <laughs> she's yeah. heard my Tasty Licks, Steve.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. That really is cool. Pretty like, weird. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, <laughs> it's weird like the connections that they like I mean, you know, we all know the Kevin Bacon game, but it's just crazy how easily you can connect anyone with like any amount of celebrity to the most random people,
0: I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> pretty funny stuff, man. Yeah, so yeah, it, it's an enjoyable movie for sure. Uh, I will definitely watch this again. I will definitely quote it many more times. Anytime I see a fucking peach, it's just immediately peach. Uh-huh. I could eat a peach for hours. Like hours. it's just automatically in my hours. head.
1: Hours, and you know what? I, I, I me too, Castor Troy. I understand. I get it. <laughs> I get it.
0: I think I'm going to rate this thing. I'm going to give it a big fat seven. It's a big yeah, fat seven fair. over mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Hell yeah. An oversized seven. It's got generous hips, and when the seven <laughs> appears on screen, there's a bass slide. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> seven. Like seven. That seven got ass. <laughs> Ooh, damn. Look at the curves on that seven. You know, yeah. that seven be looking more like an eight. <laughs> Ooh. You know? <laughs> eight kind of looks like two butts. It
1: does. It does.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like the opposite of ass to ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I suppose it kind of is. So yeah, fun flick. Look forward to hearing uh, your all thoughts on this one on our social media feeds, such as but not limited to Instagram, our yeah. Facebook group, mm-hmm. which is a great place to hang out. Sure. Um the the newly christened, I think in honor of lost rapper DMX uh-huh. X. As it's known as, that's why they named it that, right? Yeah, X gonna give it to you, Oh it's like God, that,
1: don't give Elon Musk any ideas <laughs> about using DMX's music to promote oh. his stupid little fucking vanity project.
0: <laughs> but you can follow us on there. Uh, you can yeah. use our Linktree page to find all that stuff. Just look at Linktree Dead and Lovely. You'll also find our Patreon page. That's right. You can give us dollar paper, three sure our pockets. Uh-huh. Patreon.com
1: forward slash dead and lovely. Head on over there. Become a patron on any level. You get access to our Patreon exclusive episodes. Uh, the the uh, insidious hell rankers is up there. Got a uh, addendum episode uh, coming out of Treehouse of Horror 3. Uh, if you become a patron on a $5 level, you get access to the... or You get to, to submit a movie to the Smoking Bowl. And then we draw they from do. the Smoking Bowl. And then we cover the movie that we draw. And uh, this month, uh, you know, we encourage you to throw action movies in. Uh, but, of course, you can throw in whatever. It's your money. Uh, Do action, yeah. God damn it! But, yeah, action
0: is preferable because that would make it a true Action August. Hell, yeah. That's right. So, join up today. Reap them benefits and support Jub ja Boys. And also, mm-hmm. be sure to hang out with us next week in which we conclude a trilogy of mm. movies that we have done on the show it's weird because it's a trilogy that has a fifth part but yeah skipped the fourth part Skip there the fourth is no part. fourth part no
1: one's ever like there's no fourth part no one has ever seen a yeah. fourth part no one knows anything about it i think cuz biden part. i think yeah, cuz of biden yeah, yeah i say sure. some bidenomics he <laughs>
0: <laughs> bidenomics yeah <laughs> Yeah, we skipped uh, we skipped one in there, but uh, we're gonna conclude our Indiana Jonas yeah trilogy by talking about some dang old Last Crusade here on this That's show. Right. That's right. The really good one. The, the real one, good one. I, yeah,
1: it is my favorite. Um, and I, I do know going ahead, going into it that like I'm already thinking high score right. Like the most recent time Dude. I rewatched it, I was like, man, I think it holds up. I don't know, though.
0: Okay, we're going to see, because the thing is, is I mean, I've I've always identified as someone who loves the Indiana Jones movies, uh-huh. and after we did the first one on the show, well, we fucking ruined it. Like, that movie's yeah. just fucked now. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then we did Temple of Doom, and it's like, wow, yeah. this is problematic as living uh-huh. fuck in just a stupid movie. Yeah. I really hope we don't ding this one up, because I have always really liked this one. Well, I mean... We So far
1: in Action August, we've talked about how Bloodsport is about uh, uh, Dukes and Jackson getting together. And Face Off is about Caster Troy and Sean Archer getting together. I don't think that's going to happen with the next one but i listen i'm open to it if i discover the hat marcus trick. brody and, and uh fucking uh, i don't know who else or somebody's fucking somebody's fucking in there
0: <laughs> somewhere in there
1: <laughs> yeah i'll
0: let you it'll know. be a hat trick then man it'll be yeah. a turkey at that point so mm-hmm. yeah i guess we'll find out next time man hopefully we don't ruin it i've actually heard this new indiana jones is pretty good though i've heard it's okay
1: yeah i i'm definitely interested in checking it out i uh you know I've never rewatched the fourth after seeing it in theaters. Oof. Um, Ooh, no,
0: why would you? Ugh. Yeah,
1: uh, but I am interested in seeing the fifth. I'll, I, I'll give it a shot for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so. And uh, you guys give us a shot to review this classic film <laughs> on the next installment of Dargan Largely here That's during us.
1: Action August. And I'm Darg, oh, Largely Larg. <laughs> August. <laughs> Darg. Matthew, do,
0: do, do, doing it. Doing it. That's like swords and stuff. Yeah, they're like hitting each other. Yeah. And then there's a guy with nunchucks, and it's like yeah. whoop, 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 oh, he's whoop, 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 whoop,
1: whoop, 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 I was just thinking the other day. That John Harvey Kellogg, you know?
0: Mhm, yep, yep, yep.
1: He uh he 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 did a few things. Big proponent of uh eating bland foods so that you wouldn't inflame your passions and then go masturbate.
0: That's right. The plainer the food, the more likely you are to keep from greasing yeah. your bits up. I see.
1: Yeah. So, I was just thinking, you ever think he got invited over to someone's house, and they didn't know about his crazy fucking theories. They just sat down a bowl of curry in front of him, and he's like, "Ooh!" He looks down at it and looks up at them, and he's like, "I know what you're up to. You're trying to make me masturbate." <laughs>
0: That's just plain old boner fuel yeah. you put in front of me.
1: <laughs> They're just like, what the, f- what the fuck you mean?
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you saying like you like the food so much you're getting you're an reaction? Is that or? like a compliment? Like, what's happening here? <laughs> I mean, keep it in your pants and all, but I guess I'll take that as I mean, yeah, praise.
1: Sounds good.
0: It sounds like a compliment.
1: It sounds like you're saying a good thing <laughs> to me, so I'll take it that way.
0: Could you imagine that guy being alive right now and watching an episode of Hot Ones? I bet you think the sexual tension was just, like, uncontrollable. He's
1: like, I see why they're sweating, because they want to masturbate. It's real
0: hard to hold that in. They're they're having the tablecloth over the table so they can hide their moist vaginas and erect penises.
1: Oh, John Harvey Kellogg, you fucking demented ass! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you think that he regarded like Emeril Lagasse as being just a common pornographer? He'll make a perfectly bland food and then bam it to heights of sexual activity. I mean, yet he, unknown.
1: He does use an impact sound as though there may be. You know, you know that's what happened
0: when bodies start slapping. You know, he he proclaims "bam" and adds spice to the food, making a noise of perhaps two bodies joining as one in a sexual conduct. "Bam!" It's disgusting.
1: Doing the wild thing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Shit. Anyway.